I forgot my intro. What is it? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm leaving that in. I'm leaving that in. Oh, no. No. <laughs> well, I guess that's the intro now. Hi, guys. <laughs> uh, I'd say it just, it, it, it just went from my head. It was there and then it wasn't. Uh, you think I'd remember it considering I do it literally every day on stream, but Every no. single day. <laughs> every single day. Uh, at this point, but, I think I could quote it verbatim at this point. Right? Oh, <laughs> God, my brain just froze. Uh, uh, but, brain. <laughs> right? But uh, hey, guys, uh, I hope you're doing well to everyone that's listening at home. Uh, my name is Blue. This is B&B Anime, and I am here with my wonderful host, who you've already ha- co-host. He's not my host. He is the co-host. I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm the host of this event. He is the host. I just sit in the background. Um. Yeah, Blue's the resident witch. She just likes to come out and curse every now and then. It's great. It's a fun time. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Get my spellbook on. But anyway, that's Brad. Yeah, hi, I'm Brad. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm so happy right anyways? now. I am well. I am tired. I am ready for this week to be over because uh, moving sucks. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. Moving is is a time. It's a time. It is definitely a time. How are you? I'm okay. I'm okay. I've been busy, keeping myself busy. Um, I just elbowed my desk. Everything's going wrong. Um, baka. Uh, I, Everything is baka. <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, yeah. I've been I've been okay, keeping busy, making masks, all that kind of stuff. This week, um, earlier today, we had a bunch of uh, cars drive around our crescent, and there was like so much honking and beeping and like cars going off, and we were just like, "What's going on?" Um, and we go like look out the front window, and there's a, like a parade of people in their like su- like the just like their sedan like vehicle, just like normal cars driving by, and they're all just like they've got signs in their windows being like, "We're in this together," and they're like driving by and they were waving out of their windows, so that was kind of fun. <laughs> Social distancing in vehicles. Gotta love it. Right? Yeah. Social distancing parade in regular vehicles. Now, here's the question. How many people were in those vehicles and were they actually practicing proper social distancing? Hmm. Well, I did see a school bus, but only the driver was in the school bus. Oh, okay. I was going to say, if there were people on the bus, we're, I mean, that's a good thought, guys, but keep it together. <laughs> good try. Good try. <laughs> no, it seemed like uh, it was mostly just families, people that were living together, you know. I got you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've, I've really enjoyed being at work this week and just shouting out the door at people in the parking lot. Hey, six feet. <laughs> yeah, our um, our local Walmart has just put in their um, only like 100 people in the store at one time restrictions. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have like a, a queue out front now where there's like a, a couple of meters between each like line and you're supposed to stand on the line and not go past. Ooh, that's interesting, because it's mm-hmm. like, now you're going to have people just wrapping around the building. Yeah, it's, it makes the line huge, but obviously if they have their 100 people limit, then people are going to be waiting outside to become one of the 100 people, and then you're going to end up with a crowd outside rather than inside. So yeah, they're mm-hmm. having to do that. Um, our Costco has been doing that for a while, but uh, yeah, Walmart's just done that within the past couple of days. Leave it to Walmart. Right? Yeah. But at least they're finally part of the bandwagon. Look at you go, guys. I'm so proud. Good try, Walmart. Um, Yeah, but uh, they they did that. They seem to be getting on it. A lot of businesses that you wouldn't think 
are essential are still open and a lot of businesses that you would think are essential are closed. So I'm kind of confused about what is considered essential and what isn't. But um, yeah, I don't know. Like my job, it's not essential. I, mm. uh, I, I, I'm not going to go on this rant. I ran enough with my coworkers. <laughs> They're probably sick of it. In fact, right. we're all sick of it at this point. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I'm thankful it, I have a job, so I'm not going to complain too awful much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, one I know, um, opticians are considered non-essential, um, but uh, people still need their glasses and contact lenses and stuff, but they're considered non-essential, so they've closed them down. And that kind of confused me because isn't it like part of the medical thing? But yet Dollarama is still open. That's, it really doesn't make any sense. Because what about the people who have to reorder their contacts? Like, I don't know, me. Yeah. Especially because like people on their like monthly or daily contacts, like you go through them quickly. Like if this lasts for, I don't know, uh, they're saying that Canada is going to reach its peak in the next six weeks. So that's another two months. Um... You know, people, that's three months worth of contact lenses. Like, people don't stock up that much. I mean, at least, thankfully, for me, like, I'm able to get mine in six-month batches. Mm-hmm. But I'm mm-hmm. literally on my last pair. Like, I just put them in today. Right. So, this pair will last me a month. Mm-hmm. So, I need to get more. Yeah. Yeah, you might want to look into that. If you have a pretty easy prescription, you should be able to order some order some online. But it's, like, for people that have really complicated prescriptions or need... Things that are, you know, they've just had eye surgery or something, you know, Mm. and they need something more specific. I at least have my, like, full prescription. Every Mm -hmm. time I reorder my six-month set, I'll always Mm -hmm. uh, keep a copy of it. Mm -hmm. So, thankfully, I have a copy of it. So, once I officially get moved back, I'm just going to be like, hey, give me some contacts. Mm -hmm. Walmart, give them to me. (laughs) Do you have backup glasses as well? Nope, I do not. Dude, get on the backup glasses. I'm going to this time, but I'm going to try to get some that have like the yellow tint to them so I can stare at screens longer and not get headaches. You can you can get some um, with the blue light filter without the yellow tint. Ooh, I need this yeah. in my life. Yeah, but if you have the yellow tint to them, it makes them more of a, uh, it'll make everything look funny when you take them off. <laughs> <laughs> Why is everything not yellow? Yeah, well, it makes, uh, I, I don't, can't remember what color it makes everything. I assume what's the opposite of yellow and the color it'll purple, right? So it'll make everything like purpley. Hmm, interesting. Because my, I have, um, uh, when I go snowboarding, I have two goggles. Well, technically one pair of goggles, but two lenses. Um, and one of them is a yellow, like, like is a yellow goggle lens um, because it, on cloudy days, um, it's really good to show the differences in snow because it's like a white sheet, right? So it's like, oh, well, mm-hmm. how can I see where there's a lump if it, I'm just staring at white? Um, so, <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's, it's a really good lens for um, showing the, the differences when it's cloudy and then you just wear like your regular lens when it's sunny. Uh, but every time I wear that lens and then I take it off for like 15 minutes afterwards, the world looks insane. <laughs> it's like I am tripping and I've taken no drugs. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I tripped plenty of times prior to that as well considering I was out snowboarding. Da, 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 da. <laughs> <laughs> and we've started with the puns already. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I love it. Uh, I love it so much. Mm-hmm. Well, uh do you have any fun news today to talk about? Mm, not so much fun. It's oh, no. a whole lot of cancellations. There's a, let's see here, 
yeah, there's a whole lot of cancellations with just two things that are My Hero related that aren't. Oh, well, I kind of expected that, to be honest, with everything that's going on. But yeah, that's fun. (laughs) Yeah, so one piece of news that is not anime related, but is very important to me. The Mm -hmm. design for the PlayStation 5 controller has been revealed. Oh, And it looks sick. Ooh, so excite. Oh, I'm very excited. Like, this is the first actual piece of it that we've seen. And I'm just like, ooh, I need this in my life. Do you know when it's going to be released? It was supposed to be released this holiday season, but that's probably going to be pushed back, I'm assuming, since everything Mm -hmm. is being delayed right now. Mm -hmm. So probably next Christmas. I would assume probably quarter two next year, Mm -hmm. because I don't think they would delay it a whole year if all this clears up in like three or four months. Maybe, but the economy won't clear up that quickly. So people people are going to be holding onto their wallets closer because of everything that happened. So even if like they're okay financially, they're going to be more tight with their money. I feel like everyone's going to be having a small Christmas this year. I can agree with that wholeheartedly, which I mean, with me being an adult now, I'm just like, mm, small Christmas anyway. I don't get a lot of stuff, but I'm very <laughs> thankful for socks now. Like I yeah. will not bitch about socks in the slightest anymore. Socks are the best Christmas present, especially fluffy reading socks. They're the best. I don't own any fluffy reading socks, but oh, I own a lot of dress socks. Oh, dress socks are fun. I like dress socks. Although when I dress up, I tend to wear tights, so socks don't really help. <laughs> but um, <laughs> <laughs> there's a, a store here in Canada called Chapters. I don't think you have it in the States. Um it's Indigo Books. I don't know if you have that brand. Like, I don't know. Mm-mm. But yeah, there are, it's an Indigo bookstore. Um, and yeah, it's called Chapters. And they have a like a homeware comfy uh, to go with your reading section. So they have like lots of mugs and um, candles and, uh, you know, comfy things, pillows, things like that to like beef out your reading space. What sort of backwoods nonsense shit is this to where we here in the united states of america cannot have this awesome sort of bookstore to get all this cool stuff you need to get it you need to get this is nonsense Uh, this this just makes me upset i want it like i I need this in my life (laughs) it's amazing it's so good and they have starbucks in the stores so you can like go buy a new book grab a drink from starbucks and go sit down in the starbucks cafeteria area and read your new book with your coffee all in the same shop it's so convenient it's so good i freaking love it i spend hours there especially because they have a pretty decent manga selection so you know, and they get things out quickly too. You remember the other stream, the other stream, the other podcast I was talking about, um, uh, that library manga that I just started reading. Mm-hmm. And I was saying how the new one had just gotten released on the release date. Um, it actually had it in my chapters locally, um, that same day of release, which I was stunned about because I live in the middle of nowhere. And, uh, yeah, I mean, Canada as well. So, te- like, quite often when things release in the States, they'll release a couple days after in Canada. But, like, no, it was, like, release date in my shop. So I was like, yes, chapters, being on the ball, getting me my new copy of my book so I can read it on the day of release. I was, yeah, I was stoked. Um, but anyway, at chapters, they have these reading socks that are knitted wool on the outside, but the inside is the softest, fluffiest, fleecy, most magical unicorn fur like fabric i don't even know it's like birthed from freaking cherubs it's amazing um and they have reading socks and they have them in men's women's and kids and 
um, and they like go up to your knees, so they're like long, so you wear them like they just like coat your calves in just fluffy fluffiness, and then your feet. And I have like three pairs of them, and I need to get more because I wear them so much that I genuinely wear holes in them because I'm in them all day, every day. They are the <laughs> nicest socks ever. I oh my god, my dad, who's not like my dad's not into like fluffy extra things. He loves them. He wears them all the time. My brother loves them, wears them all the time. The men's designs are really nice. Um, the women's designs are also really really nice, but the men's ones are far more neutral so I actually tend to like them although they're big on me um and uh yeah my mom wears them all the time and my mom's like one of those people that's like oh I get hot all the time I have hot feet why would I wear them um and then I got her a pair for Christmas and she was like I'm never taking these off I don't care if I get hot like I'm never (laughs) taking them off they're amazing genuinely so so good if you can order them online I don't know if Chapters has an online store but if they do I so highly recommend you get those socks they are literally my favorite thing in the entire world what if I just send you all the money and you just mail them to me? I can do that. I can do the that whole store. You. Just mail me the whole store. I'll I got much gold. I need much store. <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it, they they must sell them in the states because the labels have both Canadian and American dollars on them. So they must sell them somewhere in the states. I'm gonna have to go find out. I must know. Yeah. Because they, they always have the conversion price. Hmm. Interesting. Maybe they just expect mm-hmm. Americans to be there. There, a lot of Americans uh, do shop in Canada, and you can use – this is something that I didn't realize until I started working retail – but Americans come to Canada and just use American money, and, like, Canadians are just like, okay, like, what the heck? Uh, I, I, don't, I don't know of any other country that does this. I guess maybe no. they're just so used to it to where they're just like, yeah, oh, okay, so. whatever. <laughs> but the reverse doesn't work. Like, if I went to America with Canadian money, they would make me exchange it. They wouldn't accept it. But in Canada, we accept American dollars in most big stores. Well, it's like in Mexico, they take U.S. money. Yeah. Yeah, we won't take pesos here. That's It doesn't make any sense at no, all. No, no. <laughs> but yeah, so I, I worked in a in a clothing store, and there was a whole like part of our like till system, a whole part of the the actual like programming was designed for conversion so we didn't have to do any conversion it was just you put in the american dollars and you pay with american money and it just does it automatically Hmm, that's interesting like all of our systems are set up that way it was really weird i don't think you could do that with small stores but i'm pretty sure that most large chains you could probably do it with i mean it makes sense Mm -hmm. like hey this till is for american money only i need all of you american peasants to line up here (laughs) We're going right? to single you out. You must buy here. <laughs> you must buy here. But yeah, I didn't, I only think, I think I had maybe one person ever pay with American cash because most, pe- most people pay with card. Oh, that's one thing. In America, you don't have tap, do you? Uh. Like when you take your like debit card or whatever and you can just like tap it on the machine and it beeps and takes your money and yeah. then you don't have to like type mm-hmm. in your pin. We have this. Do you? And oh, we can even do so. it with our phones now too. We just put our phone up to uh, the thingy. Yeah, yeah, we do it with our phones. But like in Walmart here in Canada, they don't accept tap because it's an American company. So I always just assumed that they didn't do tap for because Americans didn't have tap because there was like a controversy of privacy laws and stuff when it first came out in America. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but yeah, Canada's had that for many years. Interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I guess, I don't know. That's odd. When did you, when do you think that you got tap or started using tap? Probably if like within the past year, if I had to think about it. Uh, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. In Canada, it's probably been a thing for five years, maybe a little longer. Get it together, America. Come on. (laughs) 
Oh, that's that's okay. That just reminded me. This is completely off topic, but that just reminded me of um when uh, America um legalized gay marriage, mm. and um everyone was going um. And there was like all of the, the people uh, who were against it were saying, we'll just move to Canada, not realizing that Canada had legalized gay marriage, I think, 15 years before America had. <laughs> and they, so they were just like, we're going to move to Canada because we hate this in America. And I'm just like, okay, <laughs> that's not going to work out for you, you know. What humors me so much is anytime somebody in America gets pissed off, we're moving to Canada. And typically Canada allows most of what they're pissed off about. It's just like, why? Yeah, free healthcare, like, you you're pissed you about don't understand. that? Well, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> oh, that made me laugh a lot, though, when I was seeing all of those messages um coming up for those people because i was just like you you don't you don't understand do you yeah you're, you're missing your something here socks. <laughs> <laughs> i like that saying i need to hold on to that one because bless your heart yeah. sounds great but bless your little cotton socks I like that one more <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's, it's often shorted to bless your cottons as well um but yeah bless your little cotton socks and then bless your cottons huh interesting i've learned something mm. today yeah, yeah, English sayings. <laughs> I like them. I must adopt them. Mm-hmm. But uh, what other news? Because we completely went off on a bunny trail there. <laughs> we we did. The bunny trail has been hopped down. However, mm-hmm. so my teen romantic comedy snafu's third season has been delayed. The Demon ah. Slayer manga has been delayed. The okay. Violet Evergarden film has been delayed. Mm-hmm. And E3 will not be holding, like it won't even be holding an online show this year. Right, interesting. Okay. So that's all of the big delays that I saw. But outside of that and other news, so the uh, My Hero's fifth season has been confirmed. Okay. <clears throat> so that's going to be huge. I'm looking forward to it. I'm still not caught yeah. up. Neither am I. we got to get on the ball because My Hero is I great. I know. It is really, really Have good. you seen any I- of season four? Uh, maybe an episode. <laughs> Blue, come on. <laughs> I know. I Season know. four so is behind. so good. Like upwards through the first half, like before the school festival arc, like it's amazing. It is so good. Like I can say, like I just cannot speak highly enough about it. It's awesome. Yeah, I know. I need to get on it. <sighs> One anime at a time, though. <laughs> Listen, we just need to cover the fourth season just to make us sit down and actually, <laughs> and actually have to watch, watch it. it. Yeah, I know. And then outside of that, so. There was a My Hero stage show that got canceled in Japan. However, they're rebooting it a different way. Right. So I'm intrigued by this. I don't know what caused the first one to get shit canned. And I don't know why they're Mm -hmm. bringing it back. However, My Hero is huge. So who's to Mm -hmm. say what's actually going on here? Mm -hmm. But yeah, that's all the news. That's literally it. (laughs) (laughs) Just cancel everything. (laughs) That's it. Just delay. 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 delay just like uh i'm yeah. so i'm heartbroken they delayed the last of us it hurts <laughs> mm, i know oh, i'm so heartbroken I that i've been looking forward to that i had vacation scheduled off to be able to play that yeah. from start to finish i was going to stream it in a sailor girl outfit now everyone is going to be deprived of that <laughs> right well kind of deprived we're gonna it's postponed and then we'll get it <laughs> eventually at some point down the line you're never gonna get it, it gives you more time you don't to, get what to you want <laughs> we're gonna get it because i'm gonna perfect your sailor girl cosplay and it's gonna be marvelous. i'm going to be so cute so kawaii <laughs> 
but yeah outside of that what all anime have you been watching oh um i haven't really been watching much anime but i have been getting back into reading manga although all of the names of everything that i've been reading have just left my brain which is so fantastic so this um, is what happens whenever i ad lib it just throws you for a loop <laughs> right yeah um but yeah i haven't actually been watching much anime other than what we've been planning to review um but yeah i have been trying to to read more manga um i want to i've been very much inspired by the backdrops of certain youtubers whose entire walls are just manga just books and books and books of manga and i'm like i need to step up my collection you know i just i need to start stepping up my collection step your game so, up girl let's go i know Right? So I've been um, going on to some platforms online to read like the first couple um, uh, like chapters of different manga to try and figure out if there's anything there that's like really piqued my interest. Um, And if there's anything that I'm like, oh, I just want to read the whole thing, then I've been um, noting it down. And then when all of this blows over, after we've all gone to the Winchester, then I'm going to go two chapters and see <laughs> if I can uh, can grab some of them and and give them a good read and uh, yeah maybe start continuing continuing my collection with it and uh, I would like to eventually have my own wall of manga one day. So listen, I'll trade you. Okay, you send me socks and I can send you all the manga you'll ever need because we have a used bookstore in Chattanooga, so right up the road from Cleveland where I'm moving back to. And they have literally every volume of Inuyasha, I think, that's ever been released. Like, it's like two full rows of nothing but yellow. And I'm like, first of all, who donated all of these? But second of all, good on you. Because that's a hell of a collection. But also to whoever has every copy of Food Wars, I think it's up to like 28, 29 volumes now. Good on you as well. Right. Because that manga is oof. Dragon Ball, if you just have every single one of those. Oh, oh my god. I used to collect the Dragon Ball manga, but the reason being is mm-hmm. because the spines had like an overarching image that mm-hmm. would like go throughout the entire show, and I love that. Like that is awesome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I'm just a sucker for that kind of thing. I can't help it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, no, me too. Like when once I start some like a set or something, I have to complete mm-hmm. it. Like I bought the first volume of you're lying, April, and then I immediately order the rest. Like, it just couldn't wait. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I feel you on that. Which is why I'm so, like, annoyed about my, um, the Majors of the Library uh, library series, because I'm like, I have to wait so long for the next volume to come out, and I know that they're releasing chapters online, um, but I'm like, I'm refusing to read it until I have the physical copy in my hands, and then I'm going to read the entire volume, and I'm going to read it in like an hour, and I know I am, and I'm going to be so sad when it's over because I'm going to have to wait another six months for another one to release. But like, oh, I'm just like, write faster. <laughs> I, know, I know that you want to make it good, and therefore you want to take your time on it, and you have a life to live, and like people to like interact with, like family members and food to eat and stuff like that, but... Put all of those aside. Finish this so I can read it because I'm selfish and I want to know what happens next. All right, look, how do you think I feel? Because I've been reading the SAO Progressive novel and SAO Progressive Mm -hmm. just wipes the absolute floor with SAO because it gives like an in-depth analysis of each individual level instead of floor one, floor 25, 49, 50, 75. So you actually get all of them and it's great. That's 
that sounds amazing, but also, like, do you have time to breathe? I mean, yes, but here's the thing. They're only up to, like, volume seven at this point, and we only okay. get them, like, every seven to eight months. I'm like, why? 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 But, uh... Recky is just in the middle of doing so much stuff right now because you've got mm-hmm. the Alicization arc. I think they're trying to put the final touches on the arc after Alicization while also mm-hmm. going ham on progressive. And then that's right. not including the spinoff stuff for GGO and whatnot. That's like, y'all mm-hmm. are some busy people. Y'all need to calm down. Focus on one thing. Make it progressive. But also, <laughs> I'm going to need Alicization, too, because you can't leave me on that kind of cliffhanger, okay? I'm not okay. You don't leave me on that. No. Ugh. You're not allowed. You're not allowed. I, I, I need the rest of season three. I need it in my bones. Two more weeks. <laughs> I need it. I need it. Just, just give it to me, please. But now my brain has died. Yeah, uh, well, I guess we'll just hop into the two anime that we're discussing today. So the reason why we're doing two animes today rather than one where we normally spend forever talking about one is because both of the animes that we're talking about, one of them has short episodes anyway, um, but the other one, literally the plot is so hard to describe because of the way that the anime is that the Wikipedia page for the anime has one sentence for plot and where it normally, like describes the episodes it doesn't describe the episodes it just has the name of the episode and the release date because it's so hard to describe um, so we figured that we would pair them both together because uh they would make like one tiny short podcast individually so we figured that we'd put them together and um yeah highly recommend that you both go watch both of them because then difficult to talk about but they're genuinely so so good both of them had me laughing out loud multiple times um yeah so just putting that out there but yeah we're reviewing today well discussing i guess we don't really review but discussing are you lost and the daily lives of high school boys and yes i'll put it to you this way so I have a bad problem of typing in all caps anyway, because whenever I get excited, like I just want to emote it. And so <laughs> the entire time that I was watching this, Blue was getting messages at like three or four o'clock in the morning. I was just like, what the fuck is this? What's going on? What is this? His nipple? What? <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. And, and, and I promise the nipple thing will... <laughs> <laughs> make a lot we'll more sense here in a minute we'll, we'll get to it because that one yeah. it's more or less just discussing our favorite bits because there is no overarching narrative some of the bits yes continue on and one of them is probably my favorite of the entire series but there's no mm-hmm. overarching plot whatsoever it just takes place their sophomore year of high school i think yeah uh Senior, I think, judging by the end. Well, I think it skips a year because I think whenever it shows their oh. classroom, it shows them in two one, if I'm not mistaken. Right. And then it okay, goes yeah. to their senior year. So it skips their senior year and goes straight to graduation to where you're just like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> what? what? So can we please get a spinoff, The Daily Life of College Boys? <laughs> oh, my God. I want that so bad. I want it so, so bad. Or give bad. me a chibi Especially version, The Daily Life of Middle School Boys, and just make it all oh chibis. God, I would yes. love that so much. Oh, it's so funny. Okay, so I guess we'll we'll start talking about some of the background um, of the Daily Lives high, high School Boys, which is the first one that we're going to discuss. So, Brad, over to you for the background. Hang on. I wasn't prepared. <laughs> I wasn't prepared. 
You put me on the spot. It's revenge for when you asked me about what manga I'm reading. Well, it was like we're on the topic of what you're going into. Then we got on the or what you were reading slash watching. And then we got in this and I was like, wait, I have to keep the screen on my iPad turned off so it doesn't die because it's on 4%. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. No, plug it uh, in. See, here's the problem. It's plugged in, but it's not with the good iPad block. So it's right, like yeah. I'm getting 1% every 10 minutes, or if I leave it open, it still loses battery while it's on charge. Dude, you need to grab yourself a lightning cable. I mean, it just can't reach because my recording setup on my desk is elevated, so the lightning cable, even with the iPad block, which will charge it so much faster, won't reach. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I'm a tall person. I need stuff to be able to be tall or long. Mm-hmm. This yeah. doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> I know I have a um, I have a really 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 long phone charger specifically because of that. Oh yeah, like I have ten foot cables for everything. Like it is mandatory. Yeah, I have a ten foot charging cable for my PS4 controllers. I need these long cables in my I need, life. I need length. <laughs> oh, that's one thing. Um, they need to make headphone cables longer or yes. shorter oh, depending on the size of the person. Because with both of us being streamers, we both understand the need of having to like roll away and do something midstream. How many mm-hmm. times have you, like, yanked yourself backwards or have your headphones fly off because you went to go do oh, something? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So many times, especially considering that the light switch to the room of my office is literally about a foot too too far away for my headphones to reach. So if I have my headphones on, it's just a foot. So I'm like, I can reach it. I can reach it. I can never reach it. And I think probably my worst experience with that was, so do you remember the stream where I collapsed because I was doing squats? So I I clearly remember in the clip because it still haunts me to this day because my friends will not (laughs) stop sending it to me. (laughs) All you see is me just go down and my headphones just fly off into the air. (laughs) (laughs) And that just that just sticks with me. And I'm like, if that cable had been just a little bit longer. would be fine but that it's honestly like when you describe it like that i picture it animated and as like an actual animated gif of like somebody like collapsing backwards and their headphones just like pinging up into the air and like levitating for a couple of seconds before they fly off you know like it, it actually comes up in my brain like it's animated and so thanks to a mutual friend of ours like i've been like hardcore getting into like youtube animators And so, like, I've been kind of wanting to do that myself because I designed a good chunk of our logo for this. I've designed Blue's emotes, my own emotes, Mm -hmm. all -hmm. of that stuff. Yeah, pretty much all of the art that you see, unless it's lettering, which is done by a a good friend of ours, um, who's the Darling Wordsmith on Twitch. Um, We have, uh, yeah, Brad's done, like, all of the art for it. It's awesome. And so I've considered doing... Like little animated bits like that, and I think that would be great so to do. You so so <laughs> like should. It, I would love. I would enjoy. Oh, that. you could do like a little. You could do a little um, uh, like five second film web series style, but it's just like five second little clips like that of just like stupid things that um us and our friends get up to. Um, and it's just like, you know, you know, when James is getting like sassy in the discord or whatever. And or like our giant pun battle last night. That was great. Oh my God. Yeah. 
Yeah, and you just animate it, just like honestly, you could anim- you could animate the pun battle on Discord because we were all just um, messing each other in, in Discord. Um, we could you could just animate it as all of us being like aggressively typing behind our keyboards, and then the new pun pops up, and it's just like it's like the next person aggressively typing. Just next, all pun. you hear is. That's it. That's all you hear. Yeah, yeah, and then a little like boop boop when the message pops up. <laughs> I would love that so much. I need to actually do this now. <laughs> oh, that would be so funny. I'd be stoked to see that. I, I can't even remember what got us off topic, but anyway, okay. So background <laughs> on the daily lives of high school boys. It was a collab between Square Enix and Sunrise. And to those of you who aren't familiar with Square Enix, I shouldn't have to explain it at this point. Square Enix is massive. All of the games that they've been behind, but it kind of threw me off the fact that they were behind the manga for this one. Mm -hmm. Because they were the one who published the manga, to which I was like, wait, Nani? So I I was big surprised and caught off guard with that one. And Sunrise? Sunrise is just timeless. Like, they've done Gundam and they've done Cowboy Bebop, which for me was mm-hmm. my childhood. I'm just like, right, hell yeah. yes. But then outside of that, it was directed by Shinji Takamatsu, who mm-hmm. also directed Mobile Suit Gundam and Gintama, which I don't know if you've seen Gintama. Gintama is great. I haven't seen it, but I know. Like, need to. it's a giant running comedy show. It's very similar to what we're watching now, so it makes sense, mm-hmm. but it's great. Like, it's very self-aware. It makes fun of just about every anime. Like, they make Dragon Ball Z jokes, Pokemon jokes, pop culture jokes, and it's been oh, running for ages. Like, I think there's eight or 900 episodes or some shit like that. It's a lot. Oh, jeez. But there's no, like, running season length. Like, season one is, like, mm-hmm. 100 episodes. Season two is, like, 300 episodes. Season three, I think, was, like, 400 episodes. Then season four was, like, right. 20 or 30 episodes that they, like, they dubbed some of them. Where I was like, what is going on here? <laughs> what? What? So, yeah, I was, I was a bit confused whenever I started watching the show. But it's so good. And if there's anything out of that show that i think should be watched they did a great bit on filler episodes in anime and they're talking about it in the anime it's just that self-aware it goes so in depth with it and while they're going on about it one of the supporting characters slash main characters whatever was just like wait wouldn't that make this a filler episode (laughs) it's so good i'll have to send you the link on that one but yeah it's great it's so good but and so, like I said, it's based off of the manga that Square Enix published. The manga ran from May of 20 or 2009. I don't know where I'm getting the 20 from. <laughs> 2009 <laughs> to September of 2012. There it is. There's the 20. I got it. <laughs> For a total of seven volumes. And that's all the background I got on the daily lives of high school boys. Yeah. Um,. So it was directed by Shinji uh, Takamatsu, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, written by the same guy. The anime version was. Um, music was done by Audio Highs, uh, Studio Sunrise, you mentioned that. Um, and the original run of the show was from January 9th, 2012 to March 26th, 2012. Um, and then there are 12 episodes 
plus eight specials. Which there's also a live action film Mm -hmm. that I really need to find because I'm curious. Because the comedy in this, you wouldn't think that it would carry over into uh, live action very well, but it could. But it's very physical comedy for a good bit of it. So I'm curious how it would cross over. Yeah, and I yeah I I'm super curious about that too, and I definitely want to watch it um, because it's it's like um, Wiley Coyote running off of a cliff and putting up a "Help Me" sign, and they're trying to make that live action. Like it's that kind of like thing of like how insane <laughs> the physical comedy is, and it's like okay, well, how are they gonna how how? Although I will say. If you give me a like live action CGI like Wiley e. Coyote show, I would probably watch it and still laugh. Honestly, or live action Tom and Jerry. I need this. Tom and Jerry is my oh, jam. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You know, okay, you know what would be hilarious though? Hmm. Is if they just kept up the entire vibe of the anime and literally just made it live action. So like when okay, so the Daily Lives of High School Boys, we've already discussed how difficult it is to describe. So what we're going to do, rather than go through it episode by episode, is we're going to kind of talk about our favorite moments throughout the show, and then just highly recommend that you go and watch it yourself, uh, because it genuinely is so hard to get, to come across. Um, one thing that I uh, did want to mention is that uh, when I was talking about the fact that we were going to review this um, on stream... One of my viewers said, oh, I don't want to watch a show about high school boys considering I lived my life as a high school boy because it's a slice of life kind of thing. Um, like there's no like fun magic mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, and I'm just like, oh, you're missing out so much. You need to watch it because it's 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 insane. It's not like that. It's not just like, oh, boys going to school, doing their homework, coming home, sitting on the couch playing video games. Like it's so much more than that. Uh, but anyway, like just wanted to get that out of It's a true slice of life anime, but also you yeah. get like a look into the imagination of them as well. Because they're very mm-hmm. like, they all act like they have a very active imagination. Like some of the stuff they do, especially yeah. that opening bit with, <laughs> with the Gundams just coming out of the sky, but also doing, <laughs> doing the trope and then calling themselves out on it of the main character running out of his house with toast in his mouth, running late, and then his two best friends right. come up behind him. One of them is nomming on curry, and then the other one has a tray, like eating pho or ramen or something. <laughs> and it's like, no, you're the ones who are being crazy. <laughs> Right. Um, oh my god. I need to get to one of my favorite bits later. But my, I totally forgot. What I was gonna say, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's gone. It's gone. Where did it go? Um, uh, what was I talking about? This I is such a well put to together episode. It. <laughs> it's so good. I know the structure of this episode is oh, insane. Oh, that's great. I love it. Um, uh, oh god, this is so annoying. What What was I gonna say? Um, it's gone. It's gone. It's gone. Okay. Anyway, so one of my favorite bits about the show. <laughs> One of my favorite bits about the show, uh, yeah, because it's like comedy bits, and they're like probably, I don't know, like four to two five minutes, minutes long per bit ish on average. Maybe yeah, four to five minutes. Like I every guess. episode yeah, yeah, yeah. is between, between like four to six skits, give or take. So typically three yeah. to five minutes, depending on how much they want to get in. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, oh, what I was gonna say, uh, the closing song <laughs> is one of my favorite of all time. It's so good. It, I I can't help but sing along every time. It's so cute. I watch it. I watch the closing every single time. And that is rare for me to do. I am a kind of watcher who will skip the opening and closing once I've watched it like once or twice. 
This one, I would sing along to the closing every single time. You see, time. I felt it's myself, so like, good. chanting along with that opening bit. Like, not the OP. Yeah. But the, like, opening bit for the first part of the episode. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. towards the end, I was just <laughs> chanting along with it. <laughs> and then whenever the yeah. last episode didn't give it to us, it gave us <clears throat> the whole episode, but backwards to where it started with the girl bits. I was just like, what? You guys are liars. What? Like, oh, y'all have You're hurt liars. me. <laughs> Um, okay, so, uh, oh my god, how do I, how do I describe this Adorate? It's so hard to describe. Okay, so, yeah, there's, like, it's not, you don't go through a day with them. You go through a sketch, they do the sketch, they move on to the next sketch, and it's, like, a whole new day, you know? But it doesn't give you any context of going, waking up, of going to sleep, it just is just a sketch, next sketch, next sketch. It's like, I don't know, I guess like Saturday Night Live, I've never actually seen that, but I'd assume that's the kind of same thing where it's like a stage show sketch, then you move on to the next sketch and you don't really get to see the process in between. Mm. Um, and uh, so it's like that. It's just just a little snippet. And then some of those sketches are reoccurring. So you'll see the the one bit in one episode and then the following episode in the same order, except for the last episode, you will then get the next section of that sketch. But it doesn't necessarily mean that it's like that same sketch continued. It can It's like a totally different day, but they're in the exact same scenario. Um, and it's really, really funny. It's so well done. But one of my favorite sketches, or one of the ones that just makes me laugh and makes me want to go out and play with my friends and like have a good time, is one where they just, they're walking down like a regular street um, and they find a stick on the ground. Yes, this um, one. This is what I was talking about with like the overactive imagination. Oh, that was one of my right? favorite bits. It's so good. It's so good. It's so good. So they pick up the stick and the one guy, so one of the, the main characters like picks up the stick and one guy is just like, uh, minus two health. And it's just like, what? Why am I minus two health? What did I do? I just picked up a stick. And he's like, minus two health. Minus two health. Minus two health. And it's just like, what am I doing? What am I doing? And then it's like, a boss appears out of nowhere, which is just another one of his friends with a shadow over it. Um, over him. Oh, I think I remembered what I was going to say earlier. Okay, rem- remind me to go back to it, because that just reminded me. Um, uh, um, I mean, it's just one of his other friends with a shadow over him. And he's like, I am the boss. Come to defeat me. And he's like, oh, I have to defeat the boss now. I'm going to defeat the boss. And it's just like, minus two health. Minus two health. And then like, they... Sl- flip animation into like rather than them just being high school boys with a stick in their hand they then turn it into like uh he is actually a villain and they're wearing armor and stuff and he's holding the sword backwards so he's like holding the blade of the sword rather than the hilt yeah, like you just and that's blood. why he's getting minus two health <laughs> it's so funny it's so good it's so uh <laughs> Um, but anyway, what I wanted to say earlier was that if they do the live action adaptation, well, they did do the live action adaptation. What I would want to see is those same bits where like it is just oh, a regular character, all of a sudden Master in Shadows is a villain. I want them to do that, but live action, just have that immediate like cut. So it's like, looks at a character, they're totally normal, cuts away to somebody else talking, cuts back to them, they're cast in shadows with devil horns. Like, that's what I want to see, but live action. I, I would die for that. Like, I, I need this in my life. Like, right now, I, I need it yesterday. Just give it to me, please. Oh, God, it would be so funny. Because that's the reason why I feel like live action, like, doesn't necessarily work, because you can't do stuff mm-hmm. like that. Anime is just so yeah. Motive to where you yeah, try to do something like that. But yes, like I would kill for that. That would be, would so, be so good. Funny. You know what? If it's mm-hmm. not that, can we do that, please? 
Yeah. Yeah, we'll do a fan series of like, it. Please, I, I need this in my life. <laughs> oh, God, it would be so funny. Like, I just want to see a real person with, like, all my, like, black on their face. Like, the way that it right, just, like, yeah. shadows so much. <laughs> like, yeah. I need this. Especially that. Uh, the one girl, I can't remember her name, but the one girl who was um, the warrior back in, like, her childhood yes, or whatever, the bully. <laughs> I can't remember her name. Let me just see if I can find it. I mean, I think it lists every character on the wiki. <laughs> Since Is it Habara? Habara? I can't remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's Habara. She's freaking funny. Okay, so Habara is amazing. She's a character that is this sweet little... She's the most ordinary one out of all of them in the sense of, like, appearance, um, other than probably your main character. But yeah, she's totally normal. She's... Um, okay, so it follows the lives of high school boys, and I think there's mainly four of them, but, like, five... Eh, yeah. Like, there's, there's three a, a main ones, but even, like, all the yeah. supporting cast still have their own moments to shine to the point to where, like, all of the boys at this high school could technically be main characters, because the main character... Honestly. There's, like, two episodes... There's two episodes in a row to where he doesn't show up at all, but he has, like, a right, moment yeah. of where it's like, huh, I wonder if I'll be featured in the next episode. <laughs> I know, and then, and the, like, it's so self-aware that then the other character goes, well, you know, you have to be interesting for them to put you in the show. The editors probably cut you. And it's like a reality show, like, they're being recorded, like, in for a reality show, and he just gets told that he got cut by the editors. It's so and funny. And oh my goodness, the um, bits about the sponsors, too, to where it's like, this episode was half-ass sponsored, like, half-ass right? done by sponsors, yeah. to where it's like, don't say it was half-assed. <laughs> yeah, or the next one. This episode was sponsored by, and then it's just like mm, seven yeah, out of ten. Too it's normal. Like, Why is that only a seven out of ten? <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> um, but yeah, so um, Habra is probably like the most normal of the the high school girls, um, and it follows them kind of separately. They do kind of cross into the boys' world, but there is like a portion of the show where it's like high school boys, and then at the very end of the episode, there'll be like one sketch where it's the high school girls instead. Although they do cross at some points because they're like siblings to some of them and, you know, they end up like interacting a little bit. But for the most part, they stay in their own little world. Um, but she is one of them and she's like, you follow her story for a while, for a few episodes. And she just seems like, why is she even in this group? She's just so ordinary and they're insane. Um, and then you find out that in her, in elementary school, she was this massive bully who beat literally everyone up. And so this entire group of, of guys and girls all got together. So it was like 20 kids against her. And they had a war between her and them. And um, and they ended up drawing. So she beat up 20 kids and ended up tied with them because they were all passed out unconscious on the ground. And so was she. So they, they drew with the monster. And it's insane because like she uh, at one point... And one of the girls is like, oh, you should date her. And the guy who she says that to is just, just starts handing them money. And he's like, why are you giving me money? And it's like, because I don't want to date her. It's like, why don't you want to date her? And he's like, I still have nightmares about the past. And it just like flashes back to her being this crazy maniac from her elementary school. But he tries to just pay them off so he doesn't have to go out with her. There's that one. And then there's the bit. Where the main character's sister, like, walks up to one of the supporting guys and puts his arm, or puts her arm around him, and she's just like, yeah, we're dating now. <laughs> and then the two other main characters just look at him, and he's like, you know what? You have our blessing. But wait, would you actually kiss him? And she just laughs, and the three guys just sulk away. It's just like, she doesn't actually love you. 
and then like so he starts going through his phone he's like i'm gonna find somebody else to go out with her and then they're just like what about this one pervert what about this one pervert what about this one pervert don't you know anybody who's not a pervert and then you just hear a shout from the background you guys are being so rude it's so funny or uh one of my favorite other sketches is the three main characters are sitting on a bench and they're watching these girls um who are who are uh just talking and like doing normal things and they start like people watching and like dubbing over what they're saying and then they get into this storyline where they start talking about the fact those three guys on the bench are watching us i wonder what they're doing they're so creepy and they add in these lines themselves these are they are talking about these lines they are saying these lines themselves and the other guy goes yeah there's it says that the other girl is saying uh, yeah these guys are so creepy we should leave I don't even want to be around them anymore they're so sketchy and then they both get sad because of their own lines that they made the girls say that they came up with that were bashing themselves and then they start getting like really sad and depressed because they made up those lines of what the girls were saying it's so funny and then there's another one where the two other main characters are sitting like at a table in the main character's bedroom and they were having like a fake talk show (laughs) it's just like hi i'm me like he's like i'm myself and we're like the talking fs show and here with me we have somebody else and we're gonna answer some questions in there. like i just can't describe it but it's just oh i it's love so it funny. so much it's great it's really really good and there are so many oh my god okay we didn't even talk about the girl on the hill oh you see i was gonna say like i think that's my favorite recurring bit they're at the show is the riverbank at sunset with the wind blowing <laughs> it's so funny it's so so good so essentially i think it's all i think that whole line of skits is called high school boys and literary girl or something like that yeah i think so yeah and so essentially it all starts with the blonde-headed main character sitting no, it's not the blonde-headed one. It's the brunette with the glasses. So he's sitting yeah. on the riverbank, like, kicked back, reading a book at sunset. <laughs> and this girl in a sailor outfit just walks up behind him and just plops down. Like, it is a huge open riverbank. Plops down right behind him. Like, directly to his seven o'clock, if you're looking at a clock. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's Hidenori. Mm. And so he's just like, he's going through an entire inner monologue. And the thing about the show is that it doesn't pause for the inner yeah. monologue. So everything that's happening is happening in real time. So the yeah. inner monologue makes it that much more cringy, but that hilarious. Which, by the way, how did you watch this show? Honestly, I don't, like, know. I don't want to sit I, here yeah, and call so you much- out, but how could you watch this show? Honestly, I don't know. I guess it's because it's supposed to be cringy in a way that's hilarious rather than being cringy in a way that's actually embarrassing for the characters and they're feeling horrible embarrassment and stuff like that. But this is <laughs> the way that they do it. Like it's uh, it, it's so cringy, but it's not cringy in a point where you don't want to watch because you're literally your stomach hurts. Yeah, like laughing. you just cannot stop laughing. My poor neighbors. <laughs> but anyway, so he said they're going over this whole inner monologue in his head of like i gotta say something cool like i gotta say something cool i gotta Mm -hmm. impress her because she obviously sat right next to me for a reason 
And then yeah. it's just the winds are blowing strongly today. And she yeah. loses it. Like, she gets all flustered and everything. Then he's like, shit, shit, what am I supposed to do? And then I can't remember what he says next, but it's not, like, it's nowhere near as smooth. But no. she, like, she starts dying because it's not what she thought she was going to hear. But then she feeds him a line back. And then he's like, shit, shit, I got to do something. And so he pulls out his phone and texts his buddies to come save him. And then the blonde-headed one comes up behind him, like, standing at the top of the riverbank. So standing over both of them. And then yeah, he feeds it another line to where it just keeps going. Yeah. And then, so... The main character comes. Yeah, Tadakuni. Yeah, who's like, I think he's the only one whose name I actually remembered. <laughs> yeah, Tadakuni. Yeah, they don't really talk about names much. No, they, but he comes up and he's like, guys, they have fries half off at the convenience store. And the chick, <laughs> just ruins yeah, it. the chick who's sitting there like walks up to him and beats the shit. Out of him. But while she's <laughs> doing so this, like the giant oversized page scripts of, I guess, how they write novels over there, where it has the boxes out to actually write the hiragana and kanji and all that stuff in, like just comes flying out of her back. <laughs> and so they they get a hold of it and they're reading through it and they're like, wait, she like she's writing a light novel about... <laughs> This girl meeting a guy on a riverbank that has powers to, like, control the weather. <laughs> it's like, she was looking at me as the main character. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, my favorite part about that sketch is just how it goes from, um, in a monologue, zoomed in on his face. He's sweating, panicking. Uh, the Like, the feel is so, like, tense and, oh, my God, what's going to happen? Zooms out, the wind's blowing, the sunset. It's beautiful. Music starts playing. The birds are chirping. Gorgeous. Zooms back in on his face. Oh, my God, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? What am I going to do? Zooms out. Oh, it's so romantic and beautiful and lovely. Back in on her face. Oh, my God, he's going to say something. He's going to say something. He's going to say something. Zooms out. Romantic and gorgeous. It's so well done. It's so funny. And then... <clears throat> I think my favorite part about that entire set of sketches is the one to where like she loses her mind. Like she's, she comes up, like he's not saying anything. He's just letting it ride. And she's trying to open a thing of band-aids, but can't get it open. And the box finally comes open, but all the band-aids just go flying everywhere. So she starts losing her mind. She tries to open a thing of wipes. They literally get swiped away by the wind, too. She tries to do something else, but then she just. I think it's a bottle of water. Yeah, oh, yeah, the bottle of water. And then it like just spurts out all over and she, so she falls and lands like hips first on his back her legs are wrapped around his head while she's lying on the ground and she just starts crying and does this for about a solid 20 or 30 seconds and the whole time he's sitting there inner monologuing like nope i can't say anything i gotta be cool i gotta stand my ground and then she stops crying, gets up, and it goes back to the same music that it plays every time during the scene. Like, none of that happened at all. Yeah, it's just romantic again. <laughs> and then the school bully or whatever, like, that's right. Like, he comes up <laughs> and he says something, but he gets her confused for somebody else. Because <laughs> he gets her confused for his sister. He's like, oh. 
the wind. It continues to blow. <laughs> and then he's like, she turns around and looks at him. And he's like, you're not who I thought you were. What? <laughs> and then his sister comes up and he's like, wait, what are you doing over there? Where were you this whole time? <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> It's so funny. It's so funny. Uh, okay, so speaking of the school bully, uh, he's not really a bully. He's just like or the, the hooligan. The rough around yeah, the I think they call him yeah. the school hooligan. Yeah. So he's he's actually part of the student council though. So he's really not much of a hooligan. No, but he's really anyway. not. <laughs> they call him the hooligan, and he has an older sister who uh, there was one of those one of the sketches is um, him being completely bullied by his older sister and her friends. <laughs> Um, just putting his hair in pigtails, um, making like anything that they can do to piss him off. And he's just like, okay, well, uh, uh, I'm gonna go hang out with one of my friends or whatever. And she's just like, nope, you're coming home with us. We're gonna have a sleepover. The girls are staying tonight. (laughs) It's like, you can just see his face of just like the horror. (laughs) And so it was like the next bit after where he gets the girl at the riverbank confused for his sister. And they're walking home, and his sister is just like, hey, what do you want for dinner? And it's daytime. They're walking by the same riverbank. And he tells her, he's like, I want soba or something like that. (laughs) Then she's just like, you remember this riverbank, right? Where I used to do the thing that you like? And he's like, wait, what are you talking about? Then you get a flashback of her whenever they were younger, and she's like spinning him around in circles. Like the usual like anime dragon throw type thing to where you like lock their legs under your arms and just spin. <laughs> and so he's like, oh my God, I was bullied as a child. Like he just has a realization, like that glass shattering moment of a realization of, oh my God, I was bullied. <laughs> and then she, and at this point, like he is a lot bigger than her. <laughs> And then she's like, you want me to do that to you again? And so he puts his hand on her forehead. He's like, I'd say almost a foot taller than her. He's like, you know what? At this height, if you can do it, go for it. And she yeets it. <laughs> like the, they're just going down the riverbank, spinning in circles. It's so funny. It's so good. It's so funny. And then another one with those two characters as well, with the siblings. Um. Uh, she always does all the cooking and throughout the, the anime she's always asking him what he wants for dinner um, until one day he says something that's complicated and she's like well uh, I don't want to make that it's too complicated and he's like okay and she's like um, they go to the store and she's like I don't want to make it I told you I'm not making it it's too complicated and uh, and he's like well I'll just make it then and she's like okay fine you make it um, and so they, they go back home and he's doing the cooking and she's like, this is, uh, I can't wait to see this. This is going to be horrible. It's going to taste so bad. She tries it and it tastes really good. And she's like, fine, then you've got to make ramen. And so she's like, what? He's like, and she's like, go make ramen. And he's like, okay, fine. So he goes and makes ramen. And she's like, uh, there's no way he can make this one well too. And it's like, no, it turns out to be really, really good. And she's like, why am I doing all the cooking if he can cook? Fine. He's going to have to make soba. And so she's like, go make soba. And he's like, why? He's like, go make soba. And he's like, okay, fine. So he goes to the kitchen, makes soba. She like takes an entire thing of spices and pours it all in the thing. And he's like, and then she's like, hey, there's no way this one's going to taste good because I, I messed with it. And he's like, here, try this. And she does this. She's like, this is even better than the last one. How? <laughs> and he's like, and she's like, how did you learn how to cook? And he's like, I don't know. We have like home ec classes at school or whatever. He's like, so why am I the one doing the cooking all the time? 
<laughs> and then I'd say probably one of my other favorite skits. They have like a talent show bit. I think it's oh, like an God, episode yeah. three or four. I can't remember. But so I can't remember <laughs> what the blonde headed one does. But and then uh, Tadakuni is like, the- I'm going to make milk come out of my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> and so he he pours a carton of milk on his face, like into his eye socket. He fails, and then <laughs> yeah, my the funniest part about that one is that he's about to pour the milk into his eye socket, and the other guys go, "Aren't you doing this wrong?" And he's like, "No," and just keeps going, and then it just completely splashes all over his face. Uh, when you said that the talent show one, I thought you were talking about when the two. Um, student council presidents got into a fight. Oh my goodness, yeah. <laughs> so what happened with that one is that, okay, so in the girls' school and in the boys' school, the two student council presidents are always, like, fighting with each other. A boys' school student council president, he um, isn't actually really the president in anything other than, like, titled, because he doesn't do anything. Um, but he is, like, to everyone else the student council, he's, like, the coolest dude. Like, he's so cool. And... Um, and he's always fighting with the student council president of the girls' school, who is insane. She's always accusing them of everything. She's got this un like the she she created this beef in her mind between the two schools. Like there is no beef there, but she made it so that it's girls' schools against the boys' school. And they have this talent show, or like showing of I don't know if it's a talent show or just a like a, a showing of school talent or whatever. Or, a talent I think show it was just a school festival, school is what it was, because yeah, they did festival. a haunted house. So I think it was just a festival. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> oh, so I it's think a they festival. had to do like um, a joint festival type thing because mm-hmm, their yeah. like mm-hmm. headmasters were just like, "Hey, so listen, you guys have to like cooperate on this one." Yeah, I think they're like brother sister school or something. Yeah. Um and uh yeah so so in the middle of the of the show they're in the auditorium in the middle of the show. They start squabbling next to each other. It was like she was saying something like, ha, beat that, because like the, the girls' school band is up on the stage and they're playing. And she's like, ha ha, beat that. Our band is better than your band. And he's like, well, our haunted house got you or whatever. And they start like having a little bit of a bickering rivalry. And she just like throws her chairs away. It's just like, fine, if you want to make this a battle, then we're going to make this a battle. And they have an actual brawl between the two of them in the middle of the auditorium. People, like the chairs all of a sudden move out the way. Everyone's standing around. They're cheering. They turn to the band that's on stage and get them to play rock music. Like, they are having a brawl. It turns into, like, Fight Club or something. Um, and and then at the, they're fighting and fighting and fighting. And it's the it's in the boys' school. They're hosting it in the boys' school. And in the end, and everyone's cheering for their own vice president. And the female, the girls' student council president ends up winning. And so then what the boys' school announcer does is he just goes, and that was the show between two student council presidents. Give it up for our presidents, guys. It was all planned. He didn't just lose that. It was all decided from the beginning. It was staged. He totally didn't get his ass beat. Kara saw the dude who wears the hat. I think he was the one who announced that. Like, he is one of the, like, although he has so little presence, like, he barely says anything, but anything he's a part of is just great. It's so funny. So he's he's got a bit of a story on his, on his own because he has a scar on his face, and that's why he wears a baseball cap. And we didn't. you never find out how he got the scar, but you find out that the girls gave it to him. Some way or another, like he got the scar because of them. Yeah, the uh, the <laughs> archdemon Habara is the yeah, one who yeah. gave it to him. Yeah, 
yeah, and uh, and you never really find out how. I'm assuming it might have been in the big brawl, but like you never know. Yeah. Um. And and so, uh, whenever they're like about to rip on him or and uh, about to like tear him to shreds or anything, um, he just like takes off his baseball cap and looks at them, and they're just like, "I'm sorry," and she like starts giving him money and chocolate and crying because he's got this giant scar across his forehead. It's so funny. One of my favorite bits that involved him, though, was the girls bit to where the three girls were hanging out at the end of an episode. And the crazy one just runs outside and starts yelling I'm like, hey, why don't you go die? Like, you need to kill yourself and go die. And so and then the other one's out there yelling, too. And he walks out. And she's like, what? Why do you want me to die? Like, oh, you're a boy. You don't deserve your own anime. You need to go die. And he walks inside, comes back out. It just throws them pocky and chocolates and everything else. And they like pick it up like they're dogs and run inside <laughs> and then i think it's the next episode and that same sketch uh where they go hey this is all expired <laughs> and then so the main one who was uh pabra who's a ring like the ringleader or whatever mm-hmm. who's now the really chill one was just like you guys got bought off that easy <laughs> <laughs> But, oh, it's so funny. but yeah, so back to the talent show bit and what I thought was the most hilarious part. So uh Hidenori was just like, okay, here's my superpower. And he like gets in the super stain stance where he's like gonna power up. And he starts like groaning and yelling. <laughs> like he gets like the angry like twitch mark on his forehead and everything. <laughs> then it just slowly zooms in on his crotch. <laughs> And you just see a zipper just slowly come down. <laughs> and his hands are nowhere near it. And then it just and cuts. It's just like, it pants to the other guys' faces and they are just like horrified. And then that's the end of the sketch. Yeah, it just- and it never gets brought back up again. It's just left as that. Like, <laughs> And then... So, okay, that's one of the funniest things I've ever thought of. I've totally forgotten about that one until you went And then, so there's another running joke throughout the thing of where the boys like to steal Tadakuni's sister's underwear. <laughs> like, all of them. Even the dude takes his own sister's underwear. <laughs> and they're trying on the schoolgirl uniforms, putting on skirts and bras and stuff. And so... So all three of them get the idea. They're like, okay, we're all going to try on a skirt. Like, they all get the skirt. They all get the the panties. And so they're all like, okay. So we're going to all go to different corners of the room. We're going to go out and change. We're going to come back in and just see how it looks. So all three of them go out. Then they come back in. But the only one who's actually wearing the skirt is Tadakuni. And the other two guys are just like, wait, that looks really good on you. Can you do a pose? <laughs> and, so, and they grab his legs and they're like, your legs are so smooth. And so he's on the ground and they're like crowded over him just like, oh my God. Like just gushing over him basically. And then his sister walks in and just kicks the shit out of all of them. And it's just a running joke throughout of they keep stealing her underwear. There's like three or four episodes after that one to where she confronts them. 
It's just like, it's like this hey, one, I know you're stealing is- my underwear. And they're like, no, like, we're not. Like, we wouldn't do that. They're just like, okay, you're going to find out who is. And so they're on a stakeout in the bushes looking at the clothesline <laughs> where her underwear is hanging. And the blonde-headed one, Yoshitake, looks over and like, he notices the bra strap <laughs> through Itadori's shirt. <laughs> <laughs> and then he notices <laughs> and then he notices the same because he's like oh they're they're my bros like they wouldn't do that and then he looks over to Tadakuni and then he's also wearing the bra like you could clearly see the peach colored strap <laughs> through his shirt so he's like oh they're <laughs> they're my friends like i like maybe I should rat on him, but maybe I should. Like it'll save me. And he's like, no, <laughs> no, they're my friends. Like we, like I gotta stay strong <laughs> and solid. So he's like, you know what? If, if one of us are sinners, we're all sinners. <laughs> so he takes the underwear and wraps it around his head like a crown. He just puts it on, and then the other two guys jump out from the bushes <laughs> and like latch onto it. <laughs> And start calling out to this, like, hey, we got him. And she, oh, the drop kick she hits him with is just glorious. It's great. And he just goes flying, like Team Rocket's blasting off again, flying. But while he's flying away, he's just like, hey, they took him too. And you just see the look of horror on their face. And then it cuts. <laughs> It's genuinely so funny. Like, this entire show, every single sketch is funny. Like, there isn't a single part of it that I wasn't laughing at. I was smiling throughout the whole thing. My cheeks hurt after watching it. I've watched it through twice, and it's so... The the absolute magic of this show is that it's so forgettable. I know that sounds bizarre, but what I mean by that is that I watched it. I watched it all the way through, and I literally didn't remember a thing. So then when I watched it again... Like, I knew it was good. I'd rated it highly. I knew it was good. I knew I'd enjoyed it, but I didn't remember anything about it. So then I watched it again with Brad, and it was like watching it all over again for the first time. Genuinely, it's one of my favorite things about it is that the sketches are so good, but they're so small and so short that you don't absorb them the same way that you do other large shows, um, like other large anime shows. <clears throat> so the watchability of this, the rewatchability is so high. I I could watch this annually and not remember the jokes. Like, it's so <clears throat> funny. It is. It's great. And I know I mentioned earlier, because <clears throat> this is the last main bit I want to talk about because I mentioned it earlier and I can't leave without <laughs> talking about it. So, the nipple. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> so, it's like the second skit of the show. <laughs> Like, they're having a talk about horror stories. And so, Hidenori was just like, so, you guys want to hear a scary story? And they're like, sure. Okay, yeah, whatever. And so, he's like, this morning, whenever I was in the bathroom, after I got out of the shower, I looked in the mirror, and there is a gray hair that was three centimeters long coming out of my eyebrow. And then they were both just like, what? <laughs> like, that? why would you tell such a scary story? <laughs> and then Yoshitake, <laughs> he gets up, he's like, okay, it's my turn, but I've got a scarier story. They're just like, it, it's not a competition, dude. <laughs> but so he, 
<laughs> he gets up and he's like, okay, so I know I told you guys that I had a problem about my nipple hair, right? <laughs> They're just like, no, but go on. So he's like, so every day I have to get in the mirror with tweezers and I have to pluck them one by one. But it just so happened this day, my dad left his razor out on the counter. <laughs> and so he's just like, I, you know, I thought I'd try it. And it gives no indication during the little like flashback animated bit of what he had done. <laughs> But then it cuts back to present day and you just see a bandage kind of sticking out and like his like top two button un- like undone in his shirt. Then he's like, do you guys think a doctor could put a nipple back on? Do you think nipples could grow back? It's like that is what sold me on the show. Like it was the first episode, and immediately I it's was hooked. So I was funny. like, "Yes!" Like I, I need more of this. I've seen shows like this before, and like the main one that always comes to mind anytime I think about it is Aho Girl. It's mm-hmm. like to me, I think Aho Girl is better than this one because I. Like, I think I legitimately grew abs watching Aho Girl. And you could, it's 12, 12 minute long episodes. But by the time you cut out the full OP and ED of the show, it's literally eight minute episodes. Mm-hmm. And so I binged it in like three hours. And I think my neighbors probably hated me because I was <laughs> up at 3 a.m. just dying. Like, the hardest I think I've probably ever laughed. And it's just one of those shows to where it's very similar to that. Like you can just do nothing mm-hmm. but laugh the entire time. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, it's so good. So what would you rate <clears throat> the daily lives of high school boys on a one to 10 scale? Uh, that's such a hard one because the way, right? <clears throat> the way I rate shows, like it's a really hard one to rate because I loved it. Like, it was hilarious, mm-hmm. but I can't rate it the same way I do stuff like ReZero and You're mm-hmm. Lying April. Because it's so different. Yeah, it's so different. Like, if I rate it on comedy alone, it gets a nine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the fact that there's no, like, overarching story and all of that, I, <laughs> I think I would legitimately have to give it, like, a 6.5. Right. But on a comedy scale, like... It gets a nine. Like, it's a mm-hmm. solid nine. It's great. Mm-hmm. I enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. See, I actually didn't mind that it didn't have a, a story. I actually think that made it more able to be as funny as it was. I feel like if they had put a story in, it may have, like, taken away some of the comedy aspect. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm also a huge fan of, like, sketch comedy, of there being, like, a small sketch, and then that's all the context you get. Oh, yeah. Sketch comedy so- and improv and all that is some of my favorite stuff. Like, I really enjoy mm-hmm. it. <laughs> But mm-hmm. also, the music wasn't anything to write home about. Like, everything fit. <clears throat> like, mm-hmm. what was going on, especially the sunset scenes. Like, mm-hmm. those were all set up so well. <clears throat> so well. But, like, it's like it's not something that I can necessarily write home about either. I, <clears throat> on the, the fact that I can recommend this anime to anyone to watch. Like, it is just, just watch it, it's funny. Uh, brings up its score, I think, definitely. You don't have to be in a specific mood to watch it. You just can watch it at any time. You know, if you're feeling sad, it will make you laugh. If you're feeling happy, it will make you happier. If you, like, want to laugh, like, it's fantastic for laughing. Like, I feel like this is kind of an anime for any mood. I feel like it's kind of an anime for any person. I like that the episodes are 
like pausable because of the fact they're a sketch so you can like I mean you don't want to ever like you want to just binge through the whole thing but like if you need to stop they have like you can just pause it and come back to it and that's really nice um I don't know I would give it probably a solid like nine out of ten for what it is like I think I'm I didn't yeah you don't go into expecting plot because you're not going to get plot Uh, and we're not talking about like don't go in expecting plot plot either Like, yeah, no. no fan service, none of that, but it doesn't need it either. Like, it's really no. just a, like, the title says it all. Like, it, yeah. it's a true slice of life anime. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. Uh, it's, it, yeah. No, it's it's genuinely funny. So, I'm, I'm going to give it, like, a, yeah, 8.5 out of 10, I think, 9 out of 10. I don't know. Just because it's so, it is what it is. It doesn't pretend to be anything else. It doesn't, you know... It, it it's not an anime that you watch when you want to feel emotion. It's an anime that you want to watch when you want to watch something and you don't know what to pick. If you, you know? want to get away from emotion, do it. Because we started this right after we recorded the podcast for Your Lion April. And yeah. so we both needed it at that point. Yeah. And I think yeah. we both went to bed just like with abs. Yeah. Because oh, yeah. uh, it's great. It's a fun time. <laughs> Yeah, it's so, so good. One thing I will say is that we didn't even get probably through half of the sketches that are in that show. So if you haven't seen it and you've listened to us talk, you don't know all of the sketches, you don't know all of the jokes, still go watch it because there are many that we've forgotten. There are many that we didn't include. There are things that are coming to mind right now that I wish we'd talked about that I don't want to actually talk about because I don't want to spoil it. So genuinely go watch it because we totally forgot to put up a spoiler warning today on today's podcast yeah (laughs) this podcast is an absolute train wreck but you know what it's fine because i (laughs) i really like this freeform structure a good bit oh it's good it's good so speaking of before we get on to this next topic i never talked about what i've been watching here lately oh yeah what have you been watching so for one the konosuba film that I've talked about the past couple of podcasts about how we needed to watch it. Mm-hmm. I sat down and watched it. Oh. I laughed throughout the entire episode or throughout the entire film. It's an hour and a half long. It does not stop being funny. Like, I didn't think, because that show's always been funny. Like, it's a yeah. <clears throat> comedy isekai. But mm-hmm. my goodness, did they turn it up to 10? <laughs> Like I yeah no I've heard I I've highly heard recommend like on, on it it's so good yeah I need to watch it I've heard that it's like season one and two on steroids so yeah like it truly is on steroids like they turn everything up to ten like you have to watch both seasons one and two to get it because they bring up a lot mm-hmm. of the characters they bring up a lot of the past they bring up a good bit of stuff but at the mm-hmm. same time my goodness like it. <laughs> Like, I just want to send you one of the clips so you can see what I'm talking about, because <laughs> I don't want to talk about it on podcast, because I <laughs> we need to actually cover it so I can go into it in detail. Yes. <laughs> but I'm, I'm trying so hard not to crack right now, just imagining <laughs> it in my mind. It's so good. <laughs> but then, so outside of that, there were two new animes that dropped this week. <clears throat> oh. And so... Spring has officially kicked off in the anime mm-hmm. world. And with every new season comes new anime starting or series continuing. And two of the series that started was Tower of God, which is a mm-hmm. South Korean webtoon that has been out right. for ages. Like if you look on the webtoons website, there's like over 550 chapters of this. 
Oof, right. But so the first episode came out. The animation is very reminiscent of <clears throat> like a more simplistic, like Devil Man Crybaby type thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But this is a Crunchyroll original. So Crunchyroll is doing this themselves, like together with Webtoons. Okay. So I would expect the animation to be different since it's Crunchyroll that's actually doing it. Mm-hmm. But the story is really interesting. So the main character falls in love with a girl who has helped him. And in the world, like I'm guessing they're underground because mm-hmm. you never truly like see the sky in this. And they keep alluding to a tower. And right. the girl, like you see them running along together and they trip and fall <clears throat> like dude falls on top of her and she's like, I'm going to climb the tower because at the top of the tower, like there are millions upon millions of the brightest and prettiest stars you've ever seen. Like I want to see the sky and I want to see these stars. Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. since she says she wants to climb the tower, she gets immediately teleported inside the tower. And so dude is like, well, you know what? I love this girl. Like she saved me. So I'm going to go after her. And so dude does, he gets inside the tower He meets the gatekeeper and is like, you got to fight this giant beast if you want to progress. But then another character comes out and is like, this is the 20th floor. Like, you don't start somebody out on the 20th floor. And so I'm not going to go any further than that because it it gets into spoiler territory. But it introduces a lot of characters. It does really well. It's great. It's a like, I'm looking forward to seeing what they do with it because it's. Yeah, it sounds good. It's an interesting show. I like the art style, but the kind of overarching story seems like it's been told before. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking that it sounds like a couple of other things, but it's it's the labyrinth kind of. Yeah. Like a labyrinth SAO type thing where you have to climb. Like, I think there's a hundred floors or some shit like that. So it's very Mm -hmm. tropey, but with animation style and the cast of characters and everything going on, I'm intrigued to see where they go with it. And then, so the other one that came out is My New Life as a Villainess. And the main character, like, you see her as a child, like, growing Mm -hmm. up. And she's, like, a princess. Like, she's in royalty and all that. And then she has, like, a flashback of, like, a former life. And she's like, wait, wait a second. She's like, why do I remember climbing trees? And Mm -hmm. wait, what's this? What is this room? Why does it seem so familiar? And who is that playing Mm -hmm. video games? Wait, this video game. What's it called again? And it's like Fortress of Love or something like that. And then she's like, wait, Mm -hmm. the main villain in this game, what is her name? And for the life of me, I cannot think of her name. She's like, wait, that's my name. Wait, the main character, because Fortress of Love is a like visual novel love story. Mm -hmm. And so the main character that you play with in the game like she has like all these different choices of, right. or she's has like five potential male partners. And no matter what happens, like the good end for like her in this scenario is she gets exiled to an outside world and has to do like slave labor and all this other stuff. Oh. But that's if you get the good ending to the game, the bad ending yeah. or the four other choices for characters, she dies. Right. And so she's like, somehow I got isekai'd into this game. And so not only do I have to like somehow not get any of the bad endings, <laughs> I don't I, I don't want to get the good ending either. 
<laughs> so she's like, I have to figure out all these different things to do. And it's a really cool concept on an isekai type thing to where I'm just like, I'm curious where it's going to go. I actually think that my brother has been reading the manga for that because that sounds really familiar. Yeah, I'm... I don't know. I'm looking forward to it because... Yeah. Yeah, it sounds really familiar. I'll have to ask him about that later and, and give you guys an update on the next podcast as to whether or not um, that is the same one. Um, or if there's another manga series that has a very similar concept. But it sounds unique enough to where that... It must be the same thing. I mean, I would think so. But yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing more. The art style on it is really good. It's a lot more modern. Mm-hmm. than Tower of God, but also I kind of expect it to be because, again, Crunchyroll mm-hmm. Original versus this one. But I'm like, I think it's going to be great. Like, I think it's a very stacked season for anime. Mm-hmm. I think spring this year is going to kill it so far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, despite everything being postponed, I think that there's going to be a lot of good stuff coming out. Mm, for sure. Mm-hmm. So uh, the next one that we're going to hop into is um, the second anime that we're going to be discussing today, which is Are You Lost? Um, and yeah, I am on the wrong page of my notes. <laughs> Love that. That's all right. I um, got you, fam. So Are You Lost was developed by a studio called Izola. I think is how you pronounce mm-hmm. that. It's a like very new studio. Like there's only like there's only three shows that it has under its belt. There was one that Mm -hmm. came out in 2018, 2019, and this year. So it's three works are Happy Sugar Life that came out in 2018. This one that came out in 2019. And then Smile Down the Runway came out in winter. So it started running Mm -hmm. in January and just ended last month in March. I've heard good things about it. I've seen clips on it on Crunchyroll, but I haven't watched any of it. Yeah, uh, I haven't either. This is the only show that I've watched under this studio. Um, Its Japanese name is Sol Nandetsuka, um, and uh, it was a manga beforehand, correct? Yeah, it was. Mm. Um, I I just looked at and I was uh, I have the Wikipedia page pulled up um, for both shows mm. and I looked and it's like live action film and I'm like wait what this doesn't have a live action film it's because I'm on day that high school boys <laughs> I'm on the wrong one guys we are so professional it's so professional oh its genre is considered survival I guess yeah I would put it more comedy than survival but yeah it does actually have some good survival you see like there, so. I I kind of throw it in a slice of life because there's no like. It's a survival slice of life, I guess. If you had to throw it into a subcategory, survival would be it. Yeah. But it's still a slice of life. Like, there's no fantasy or supernatural elements. Like, it's very grounded in all of its concepts and thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. For the Uh, most part. But yeah. But yeah, it was written by uh, Kentaro Takamoto um, and illustrated by uh, Riri Sagari. Uh, Sagara. I can speak. uh, uh, For the manga. Um, and, uh, yeah, published by Kodansha. Um, it's a sign-in anime, weekly young magazine, and, uh, oh, it's, it's still going. It's from January 2017 to present, the manga. So manga, that makes me very interested in what the manga entails. Like, is it just them living on the island? I don't know. I'm assuming so, because, like, during the last episode, you get a glimpse of what's going to happen next. Yeah. But although, so like, once we that, get like, to it, I I have yeah. a theory of where it's going to go, so we can talk Ooh. about it then, but I kind of have an idea of what's going to happen, yeah. or at least I hope it's what's going to happen, because I think it's going to be I, hilarious. I, I kind of have an idea as well, and I want to see if our ideas are the same or not. But anyway, then I'll get into it. Um, 
And so yeah, with he- uh with the director for the show, Nobuyoshi Nagayama, like he mm-hmm. has directed very little as well as far as like actually mm-hmm. directing goes. This and Smile mm-hmm. Down the Runway were the first two shows that he's actually directed. Right. But the amount of shows that he's worked on is massive. The most notable ones that he's worked on was Anohana, Boruto, Kill a Kill, and ReZero. But oh, his wow. actual, yeah. like, his, disog- his discography or whatever, because he's been key animators, he's been sound directors, he's been storyboard. Like, this dude has a list of shows that he's worked on that's a mile long. And it's a very incredible mm-hmm. thing to where it just, like, the fact that he's just now directing is just like, wow, yeah. okay. But good on him because if he does stuff like this, like I'm excited to see where it goes because this was a comedy, but still the art on it was great. The story on it was yeah. also excellent. Like it was, it was a good show. But I mainly yeah, remember it for the well comedy. Timed. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and there is a bit of plot in it, but like it's not so much to where it. I don't think that anyone who dislikes fan service would not like the show overall because of it because it's still funny and i think that most of the like fan stuff is done for humor yeah like it's plot with a point yeah so yeah. like i feel like it like all of it works for what they're doing like none of it is just like boobs for boobs no like it's yeah. like every time it show like every time it has plot it it's like blue said like <laughs> it has a point it has a purpose and yeah. it's all comedy purposes yeah and it also makes sense in the sense that um I mean, okay, so the main plot of the, the actual <laughs> plot of the uh, anime is that um, four girls have been uh, in a plane accident. They were going to go on a school holiday, like abroad, a school trip abroad. Um, and they were, they were in a plane accident. And you don't know what happens to anybody else, but assumingly nobody else survived. And it's just the four of them. Um, and they get washed up on this uh, desert island, deserted island. And um, you, it's just them surviving. One of the girls... Um, Homere, uh, her father is like an adventurer of sorts, kind of like Bear Grylls, I guess, um, and took her on a lot of like excursions where they ended up getting stranded a bunch of times. I think she said she's been stranded like nine times or something before this. Um, and so she's got all of these survival tips and survival techniques and stuff. And it's about her coaching the other three on surviving, getting them going, and then them also complaining and like being a bit whiny, <laughs> but it's all done in like funny, humorous ways. Yeah, because they um, like they really broke out a cast of characters on this one. Like every one of them is a stereotype. You have the oh, yeah. really rich, blonde headed girl who is just lazy she and doesn't want to do anything. Named Alfred or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like it's it's silly. You have the jock out of the bunch, and then you have the nerdy girl with glasses, and it's even alluded to. Like, the yeah. jock was just like, leave it to the girl with the glasses to be smart. <laughs> and right. so she's just like, glasses has nothing to do with it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, some of those jokes about that, uh, like, one of them, for instance, a little bit, uh, I think it's actually in the very last episode. Uh, it's not a spoiler, so you don't have to worry about that. Well, it is kind of for the joke, but it's not like a spoiler for the show. Um is that one of the girls uh, gets flipped upside down. There's a bit of plot in here because it shows her skirt falling up and her panties showing, but this is the rich girl, um, and uh, Shion, and her name is embroidered into her panties. (laughs) I remember that. Uh, It's funny. It's funny. Um, It's really, really good. Okay, so it aired from July 2nd, 2019 to September 17th, 2019, so it's relatively new. 
Um, it's 12 episodes long and each episode is 12 minutes, but about eight minutes when you take away intro and opening. Um, yeah, uh, I don't know. Uh, this is one that I actually watched weekly when, when it first came out. I watched, I waited for every next episode and then watched it, um, every week and I loved it. It kept me going. Like I didn't ever miss a, a release episode. I was like, no, I need to watch it as soon as it comes out. Um, and then when we decided that the Daily Lives of High School Boys wasn't going to be enough content, um, this was the first one that came to my mind to recommend to Brad to add to it, because the episodes are so short, but also it is that same kind of humour throughout it, of the physical comedy, lots of jokes, uh, it's very funny. Mm. <clears throat> Which we say we couldn't get an episode out of the Daily Lives of High School Boys, <laughs> and yet we did, we got a whole episode out of that. <laughs> Right, yeah, just rambling on about it. It's so good, Uh, and this one is really good too. Like it, Mm -hmm. like all of its stuff is well timed. Like every episode has an overarching narrative of they're like, okay, here's a problem, and then the survivalist girl whose name I can't remember. I've remembered zero names. Uh, I don't know. Honore, yeah, yeah, and she's like at the end of it, she finally comes up with a solution for it. Everybody's like, yay, we get to go on, and. So in a span of eight minutes, like it, like it draws you in. Like it's very bingeable. It's yes. a really good show. Like I, I enjoyed it. It was great. Yeah. Um. The last three episodes are the only episodes that have a continuous plot. Um. Everything else is just uh same thing. Just like a little bit of uh story, and then there are some things that do carry through, but like it's not you wouldn't have to watch the episodes in order necessarily. Um, You could watch them out of order. It's slightly linear. Yeah. But it's like... But the last three episodes are the only ones that actually like continue on and have solid like storyline. Mm. But yeah, I think overall it is basically linear because they start mm-hmm. out at like a certain point and then like you can still tell they go day by day and they kind of talk about it, but you can watch mm-hmm. most of them out of order. Like watch episode one. Two through nine, you can watch in any order and figure it out. <clears throat> but definitely the last three, you kind of had to watch like one after the other to figure out for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, uh, I guess uh, I'll give a quick overview of everything, I guess. Um, well, I kind of already did, already did. But like, yeah, so she's been, um, Homare has been stranded uh, in the Pacific o- Ocean, the Atlantic Ocean, the Indian Ocean, and five more X's on the little map that shows up. So she's been stranded a bunch of times. Um, and uh, yeah, so basically the first episode is just them um, being on a raft floating around in the ocean. Um, and then they wash up on shore and they're all sleepy and then they introduce themselves. Um, and then uh, uh, it goes into them just like finding fresh water and, and eating locusts. <laughs> Um, one of my favorite sketches from the first episode, um, is, uh, it's kind of a reoccurring thing, I guess, but Homare has these, like, flashbacks to her past with her father, and one of them is she's asleep on the beach, and she's just whispering in her sleep, she's going, Papa, balls stink, and... Papa, no, I don't want to eat any more balls. I can't eat any more balls. And it flashes back to her, obviously being in like Canada or something, uh, because um, 
uh, they're in like a mountain range and it's snowy and they're cold and her father's just like um if you eat moose balls you'll be able to get a lot of protein and nutrients from them you can eat them raw so we don't have to cook them um and she's like i don't want to eat any more balls papa don't even make me eat any more balls <laughs> it's so funny <laughs> it is it's great <laughs> Um, and another sketch from that first episode is um, uh, 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 Mutsu, who is the girl of glasses. Um, she uh, is like really hungry or something. Uh, she collapses. Uh, oh, she's uh, dehydrated. She, yeah, she's dehydrated. Um, and <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Homeri had just like eaten a locust that had just like popped out of the ground. Um, and she just like caught it and just ate it. Like she's got like. <clears throat> like survival skills um and she so a locust hops on the ground she just catches it in the air and just shoves it in her mouth and starts eating and then uh Mutsu's like oh, i'm really really thirsty and so hamari's like okay well you just sit in the shade and we'll go get you some water and bring it back but you stay here um and she's and she's like and, and in the meantime try and gather some spit in your mouth and Mutsu's like i don't have any spit in my mouth i can't and hamari's just like kisses her and it's just like there you have some of mine now and then like she's just like my first kiss tasted of locust and pulls the locust leg out of her mouth <laughs> oh my god it's so funny <laughs> And then the overarching joke with the traps, too. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, that's great. Like, just their callbacks to jokes in this are wonderful. So good. So good. Um, So some of the trap jokes are just like, well, basically, Homer is like, goes around the island and they find like a rabbit hole and and uh, they find um, uh, like a boar and like other things. Like, they know that there are animals on the island, so they want to set up traps Um. And and it's just like her flashback uh, to her first trap, which was a pit trap, so like a hole in the ground with spikes in the bottom. Um, and she's like, "My first trap, I caught a black bear." And it's just like, "Jeez, girl!" Like most people catch like a squirrel with their first trap. And so they keep setting up these traps. And so they're like, "Wait, we got to make sure these work." But how? And so every time they have the jock set them off. Because she's like not wanting to be helpful with them at all. Yeah. So they're like, okay, yeah. well, you got to be the one to check it. And so she puts yeah, her foot her. in it and keeps getting her like legs just snatched out from under her and caught in these traps. <laughs> and she's got a little bunny embroidered onto her undies. So whenever she was like doing the, uh, the testing the bunny trap, they just like, she flicks upside down, her skirt goes over, and they're just like, we caught a bunny. <laughs> Mission accomplished, guys. Mission accomplished. <laughs> oh. Uh, but yeah, I mean, the show doesn't really have... A, it's the same thing as Daily Lives of High School Boys when it comes to, like... Um, the jokes are very, very funny, but they're kind of sketches. They do have a little bit more of a plot, <laughs> like like Rob was saying, it is more linear than Daily Lives of High School Boys. But it is... Um, it is the same kind of thing with, with just a sketch, and then it moves on to... Um, the next sketch. I just read one of my notes there that just says the P promise. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, so since you say that, that last episode <laughs> on the raft back. My oh, yeah. God. Yeah, the Bear Grylls moment. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but Do you want to talk about that one? <laughs> You're the one who's got the notes. I'm going to leave that one to you. Oh, God. Okay, so... 
like I was mentioning before, the last three episodes are, like, they're connected. The last three episodes is a linear story. And um, so, uh, <laughs> um, on, uh, God. Okay, so episode 10, um, Xion, who's the rich girl, was, um, she finally, like, towards the end of the, of the anime, she's like, oh, I'm going to really, like, help out. I'm going to start, like, really helping out. Because previously before this, there was a, a bit about them trying to find honey. And Homare um, ended up getting stung a bunch. And after that, she was like, okay, I'm going to, like, really step up my game and, like, start helping out. Um, so Shion's like, okay, well, I want to help catch fish this time. Um, and But she's not a very strong swimmer. So they were just like, okay, well, you get on this raft of bamboo and you can like float around on the ocean and um, stab them with a spear from like above. So you're, you're just like floating around. And Homare was nearby diving. Um, but Homare kind of got like absorbed in her diving and didn't realize that Shion had like floated off in a rift. Um, there's like a riftide current that was going out there. And um, Xion was just like, la 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 la, catching things, like looking through her water bottle into the ocean. And um, and uh, uh, then by the time she looked up, she was just like in the middle of the ocean. And Xion's really upset. She's like, oh my, uh, Homero's really upset. She's like, how could I let Xion just like drift away? Like, how could I do this? What was I doing? Ah! Um, and she'd been like cool and collected all the way up until this point. So it's kind of a little bit of character development for her character. Cause like, this is also the first time where she disobeys her father's teaching. Cause her father's like, um, uh, don't sac- sacrifice your own survival and your own health or your own like priority for somebody else. Like, don't be kind because you won't survive. Um, and she's like, I'm sorry, Dad, I'm going to go and, and get her. So they quickly make a, another raft and she goes out to get Sean. But Sean, while she was floating around in the ocean, saw that there was this like big rock stone island thing. Um, and so she kind of like pushes her way over to that. But there's like nothing on the island. It's just like, di- like it's just rock and, um, and bats. And there's this cave there that had been collecting rainwater, but um, the bats had been above it and they had been pooing into the water below. So it was like completely contaminated. Um, if you know anything about survival, you may know where this is going. Um, uh, so she Homerley gets to the island and she finds Sion by basically pole vaulting into the sky so that she could see further um, and, uh, and ends up seeing the island and goes to get Sion. And she gets there and she forgot to bring any water because she was like rushing to go out to get them. Um, so they end up collecting some bottles and rebuilding the raft to go back to the main island. Um, and uh, Horay collects some of the poo water from the cave, from the bats. Um, and they get back on the raft and they are going back towards the main island when they are so like dehydrated, they're getting a headache, all this kind of stuff. And, and Sean's just like, why can't we drink the, the bat water, the cave water? And Homero's just basically like, oh, well, because it's contaminated, we'll get so sick, we'll end up having dehydration and, and like, we'll vomit and, and get diarrhea so much that we, we dehydrate ourselves even more than we were and we won't survive. Um, she's like, I was trying to do, like, UV stylization, but it's not, it's seeming like it's not as, as simple as I thought it might be. So uh, <laughs> there's no way that we can consume this water orally. Um, and so, uh, Shion's like, well, I'm just going to drink it anyway because I feel so thirsty. And Homero's like, you can't drink it, but the colon can absorb water. Um, and so, uh, yeah, I think you can imagine what comes next. Um, but the way they do it is not what you think. No, no, it's basically just like, um, uh, Shion just has to look to the sky and think of something nice. Um, and, uh, <laughs> oh god, it's so bad, but it's genuinely so funny. Um, it's, yeah, it's, 
<laughs> it's a good joke. But anyway, they get back to the island and, and Shield's just like, you will never speak of this again. This didn't happen. And the other girls are just like, oh, Homura, you didn't bring any water. How did you guys survive out there? And Homura is like being completely straight-faced about it. She's about to tell them. She was like, no, do not speak of this. We just had, you know, anything can happen when you're determined. You can get through anything. Like we saw the island and we're like, yeah, we can make it back. <laughs> Oh god, it's so bad. But it's also it's genuinely really good, and I actually really like those last two episodes because um, you do get a lot more emotion to the storyline than you do. Like they're upset about stuff, and there is a couple times throughout the beginning where you get to see them like being upset about the fact that they're on the island and and that that happened and stuff. But like this is the the those last three episodes, you actually got some real like character progression and stuff. I don't know. I thought it was oh, good. Yeah. <clears throat> like it's little bits of character development here or there, but they all kind of. <clears throat> grow together and learn how to be um, <clears throat> like work together. They all start to become their own like survivalist like type thing and figure out what they're good at and all this other mm-hmm. stuff. And mm-hmm. like you do get to watch them grow a lot and like work more as a unit as it goes on. So yeah. it's, yeah. it's definitely nice, but the little comedy bits just continue to add to it as well. Yeah. Yeah, again, it's the same as Daily Lives of High School Boys. Like, don't watch it if you want continuous, like, intense plot. Don't watch it if you want actual plot, because, um... Because uh, it's plot with uh, a purpose. Yeah. I mean, there is there is definitely... I mean, they're for a good portion of the show, they're walking around in their Ibarana undies, which is understandable, because they're on a desert island. Like, it, it is understandable, and they're, like, swimming a lot. So you do get to see, like, some boobs and butt and stuff, but it's not... Like, if you're watching something specifically for that purpose, you're not going to kind of get what you want from it then because it is mainly, I would put it down as comedy. Like, it is it is a slice-of-life comedy mm. um, over being hentai-esque. Um, <laughs> <laughs> One thing I will say about this, though, is that even though they're 12-minute episodes, like, they feel like they're 24-minute episodes, but not oh, in yeah, a yeah, bad yeah. way. Like, no. they cram so much into those 12 minutes because it's skit after mm-hmm. skit after skit. And, yeah. like, the skits are constantly going to the point to where, like, it feels like the episodes are longer than they are just thinking back on it. But, mm-hmm. like, they really are just, like, eight minutes long. Like, minus yeah. the OP and ED. Like, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's actually really good survival tips in there as well yeah like there's definitely some useful things like moose balls who would have thought that that could come in handy for blue since you know moose is the national animal of canada like there's plenty of moose i think it's the beaver that's the actual national animal of canada you you ruined my joke i'm sorry you you ruined my my joke i'm i'm upset i i'm appalled it should be the moose though shouldn't it i feel like there are more moose than well it might be more beaver than moose but like moose is more iconic Uh, i feel like that's the only joke that ever gets made about canada that maple syrup like nobody makes fun of canada for beavers no yeah no yeah, beaver is actually a national animal. <laughs> that was that shouldn't have been. Don't take that under context. That's not good. Oh god. So you remember that pride moose emote I designed for you? Nah, fam. No, nah, mm. it's not. It's not going to be that anymore. It's going to be a pride beaver. I'm, I'm going oh, to do that one instead. You, you did ruin my joke. <laughs> you, you hurt yourself on this one. Oh no! Oh no! 
Um, but yeah, genuinely, there are some really, really, really good survival tips. Like, I didn't know that all green or brown seaweed is edible. I didn't know that either. And then, like, yeah. I think it made a point on, like, which plants you can and can't eat in the wild. Like, instead yeah, of like eating them to, to find out, like, you literally cut them in half to where the juices or whatever on the inside will actually do it. And then mm-hmm. you touch get yourself on the skin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. if you get a rash, it's, it's bad. And if it don't, well, you're good. Funny. It's funny because, like, I, I don't know if it's very common in men's cosmetics, but it's definitely very common in women's cosmetics to do patch tests for, like, um, uh, hair removal creams or, um, uh, like, ble- different bleaches or hair dyes or anything where it's, like, quite chemically. Um, it's very common to do a patch test on, like, the inside of your elbow or on your wrist or around by your neck. Um, like people do patch tests all the time. It's very, very common to test for an allergic reaction. So it makes perfect sense to do it for plants too, but it, I would never would have put those two and two together. Yeah, you see, I wouldn't have either. So it made a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. I don't know if men's cosmetics are like that. I have no clue because I don't use them because, mm-hmm. you know, I'm fabulous as I am. <laughs> I'm just like natural born fabulous or whatever. Like, girl, I woke up like this. Okay. Like I, I'm a, I'm going to need you to just back off, but <laughs> Maybe he's born with it. Maybe it's just Brad. <laughs> Coming this fall, the Brad line, all natural. <laughs> it's literally just bottles of water. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Gamer boy, bottled water. Coming soon. <laughs> <laughs> did you see that uh, Mini Lad actually did that? No. Uh, he, he, he did a, a Gamer Boy bottled water joke about it as well. And he's actually selling, like, bath water. <laughs> that is amazing. You right? go. Yeah. It's genuinely funny. He's like, if girls could do it, I can do it too. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> we're we're, we're going to get flack from this from our mutual friend, aren't we? <laughs> so uh... But yeah, so overall, what would you rate this show? Oh, okay. Um, again, like it's just, it's funny. It's, I learned a lot watching it, which I didn't think I was going to. Um, and the sketches are funny. The jokes are funny. Um, the plot is, is decent. I want to know more about it. And that excites me that I want to know more. I always think that a show that leaves you wanting more is a good show. Um, and uh, yeah, this I definitely want another season of. I think that would I think be great. there's another season coming, if I'm not mistaken. There might be. I don't know. Because it left is, on a cliffhanger because you see uh, Homer's dad yeah. like mm-hmm. on a boat. It's like, I'm coming, my daughter. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. What would you, what's your theory of how it ends? So like, he comes to the island and he's like, I'm here to rescue y'all. But the boat breaks down. <laughs> So he's stuck on the too. island with them. Yeah, the boat explodes, or like they they get off of that island and go to a uh, like the boat explodes and they're left stranded in the ocean again, and then they get to a new island and it's like new adventures <laughs> on a new <laughs> island. Yeah, no, genuinely, I think that's the same thing that's going to happen. It's like the dad's going to come and the boat's going to explode. Oh my god. Okay, I realize it's late, but talking about dads, the dad skit from Daily Lives of High School Boys. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> I don't know why that one is had to hit. 
Okay, so we're not going to explain that one. You have to go watch no, the no, show. You have okay? to go find that that's one. What you, get. you have to go find it. I, it's so I, funny. I genuinely think that's the one bit that I laughed the hardest on. <laughs> uh, it's, it's so good. Okay, yeah. So you have to go watch it because we're not going to explain that bit. You'll know it because there's a dad in it and a baseball. Okay. Yeah, that's it. Just um, dad baseball. That's all you need to dad know. Dad baseball. <laughs> I think it's like um, episode seven or eight just to give you a timeline like of where to watch. It's, it's funny. It's funny. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I would probably give Are You Lost uh, probably about, I don't know, like a 7.5. I think it's really, really good. I think it's super solid. I love the fact that the episodes are short. They're great to catch whenever you're like, oh, I just watched a show and I have to wait till next week for the next episode to come out. But I'm not satisfied yet with my anime watching brain. I'll just chuck on a show, uh, an episode of Are You Lost. It's fantastic for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, again, it's just, it's not one, I think... Daylight to High School Boys is better than Are You Lost to me, but Are You Lost is different. Um, so yeah, I'd give it probably a 7, 7.5. I think it's really, mm. really good. I highly do recommend watching it uh, just because they're so short. You can just binge from really quickly. You can get through this show in a day, easy, no worries. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah, I think that's... What so, from a comedy perspective, Daily Lives of High School Boys is definitely better. On a comedy mm-hmm. perspective, I would rate this one at about a 7.5, like you said. Yeah. yeah. But on, like, an overall rating on it for the show, like, I'm going to have to tie it with the Daily Lives of High School Boys at that 6.5. Because it's not, like, the comedy is great. But mm-hmm. it's not, like, to me, it's not a great show overall. Yeah. But as yeah, a comedy... Like, just strictly on comedy, like, if I don't rate it on anything else, it is a phenomenal show. Like, I laugh. The plot is not anything to write home about. There's nothing memorable from the music at all. No. No. See, Daily Lives of High School Boys, I really, really liked the outro. I would sing along with it every single time. This one, I skip the intro and outro. See, like, I let the outro play on this one, but just because that, like, crayon graphic chibi outro drawings. chibi thing yeah. was so adorable it's like cute. <laughs> i i know i've been gushing about the comedy on this one but that was probably my favorite part about the show is because that was just so adorable and wholesome and i loved it mm-hmm. like i <laughs> i shouldn't gush gush about the outro on this one so much but it was so adorable like <laughs> i loved it. it i don't remember the music at all i feel like the music was good on the outro but i don't it remember it yeah, yeah, but it's just, unmemorable. Oh, uh, the the chibi drawing with like the crayon coloring was so good. <laughs> yeah, no, that is really really good. Um, I uh, yeah, I really like. I mean, the show has five characters: the four girls and her dad. Like, it's it's very very simple. The premise is very very simple: just four girls stranded on a desert island. One of them knows survival instincts because of her father. Like, it's a super super simple show, simple concept. Um, it's basically just a beach episode, but a season of it. Um, but it's, it's good. I really do like it and I do recommend you watch it. I just don't think that you should expect much out of it. Yeah, definitely don't expect much out of it. Don't, Mm -hmm. (laughs) like, I realize we've laughed a lot about it and everything. Like, still go into it with an open mind. Don't, don't Mm -hmm. expect plot. You can expect plot, plot. (laughs) But, but, (laughs) but in a funny manner. Like, it yeah. all makes sense. Like, everything in the show makes sense. Like, you learn yeah. something in every episode. You get character development in every episode. Yeah. Like, yeah. there's a lot to take in, but it's still, like, it's all right. Comedy's yeah. great, but it's an all right yeah. show. Yeah. I, but I you can do. definitely recommend it. 
two people, yeah. but I would definitely recommend Daily Lives of High School Boys more. Like I made my part-timer sit too. down and watch Daily Lives of High School <laughs> Boys with me because it was great. I had to make them watch it too because I feel like I would recommend that show to anyone, but please mm-hmm. watch it with friends. Like I, yeah. I think it's a better atmosphere watching that with friends because being yeah. able to laugh with people like that <clears> – <throat> And so, like, once all this stuff in the world dies down, watch this with friends, please. Like, your first time you're able to get together with friends, because I'm going to make two of my anime-loving best friends do it with me. Like, sit down and watch it, because they, I feel like this would just be something that's amazing to sit down and watch and actually be able to laugh and take in. Oh, it's, it's great. Sorry if you can hear that in the background. That is my brother. My brother. Hello, brother. Uh, I'm brother. Hello, brother. <laughs> um, I know uh, you could hear me. <laughs> I know. Um, um, but yeah, I uh, I definitely think that you should watch uh, Are You Lost? Because even if you... Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just... It's funny. It's lighthearted. It's casual. Um, and you can actually learn some really cool survival tips from it. But I will say that the daily lives of high school boys actually made me want to go out with my friends, grab a stick and just improv. Like it makes you want to go out and be stupid. And like that talk show bit, like it made me want to like do a separate podcast of just like jokes and improv like that and just make up stupid questions and just come up with stupid answers for it. Like I adore improv. And it's one of my favorite things about people and comedy of just quick wit. And it's something that I've always like prided myself on with like jokes Mm -hmm. and everything is always just being quick to just Mm -hmm. jump back on stuff. And I just Mm -hmm. really like that. Like I, like I hate to repeat myself, but I just love improv. It's great. Like uh, Mm -hmm. whose line is it anyway? Like, that is one of my favorite things to just sit and watch clips of on YouTube. Like, I can get lost for hours upon hours. Totally didn't get lost doing that whenever (laughs) I'm supposed to be doing research for anime, like, podcast episodes. Like, I can just – I get down that rabbit hole and there's no coming back. (laughs) No, honestly, it's the same for me. And I think um, it's it's very, very common in British television to have that kind of thing. Um, We have many, many shows where it's like – um, uh, like a quiz show, but it's done as a comedy thing. Um, so, I mean, you have like the big fat quiz of everything or the big fat quiz of the year or whatever. You have, um, uh, nine out of 10 cats. You have so many shows where there are fantastic British comedians, TV presenters, people like that, like legends of, of the British world that go on these shows and they just, um, laugh and have jokes and and they make it's just all improv and it's just a quiz show but the answers are stupid like it's it's genuinely really funny Mm. and so i completely grew up with it i grew up with being surrounded by live shows of people being stupid and uh i really really like uh, daily lives high school boys and i do recommend both of those shows well big fat quiz of everything and then i think cats are both very funny yeah. also, I recommend those. sorry i don't need to be sitting here and cracking up but we're talking about trivia and then in my mind all i hear is obama <laughs> <laughs> and that's another joke that we're not going to explain no nope. um, but yeah not, not at all just please go watch it definitely go watch I recommend it, it. Daily lives so high school much. boys yeah, watch the Daily Lives High School Boys first. 
um, and watch Are You Lost before you go on any tropical vacation, uh, because you never know. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff you can learn. Go watch it. Go watch them both. I, I highly recommend them. I realize I didn't rate them that high overall, but they're they're really good shows. The comedy in them is top notch. I love it so much. Definitely. Well, the thing about it is, is that you're comparing them against shows that are moving, shows that have taught you life lessons, shows that connect to you completely emotionally and and they don't do that neither of these shows do that and you can't expect that of them they are just comedy shows with stupid sketches and stupid humor and it's not going to be it's not a life-changing experience to watch these shows it's not something that you're going to remember for the next 15 years as like a a like the moment of realization for you it's not going to give you any kind of epiphanies they're just funny and stupid and light-hearted and they're fantastic and in the time that we are in right now with the climate and the way that the world is going i feel like everyone kind of needs a bit of stupid humor so i recommend both of these shows yeah it's like one of those things to where like all i want to do right now is like pull up that jacksepticeye cliff of him just slapping his whiteboard and going laugh yeah Yeah, genuinely it's that these are that kind of thing it's stupid funny stupid stuff um but yeah okay so we got all the ratings out. Is there anything else that you wanted to talk about with either of these two shows? Mm, no, no, nothing off the top of my head that I can just, uh, nothing that I can just really think of. <laughs> I just saw another one of my uh, Are You Lost notes and it just says, jellyfish butt sting. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> there's many funny jokes in, in Are You Lost, uh, so yeah, I do recommend it. We went over it less, but that's because the episodes are so short. And I do recommend that you just go watch them. Yeah, they um, cram a lot in, so just just oh, go yeah. watch it, please. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but yeah, uh, thank you guys so much for listening. I do very, very much appreciate it. Um, and uh, yeah. <laughs> so social media plugs, Instagram, Twitter is at BNB Anime. Mm-hmm. Um, the website, bnbanime.podbean.com. Um, you can find Blue streaming Monday through Saturday from 8 to 10 MST or 10 to 12 EST, whatever time zone you're in. You'll find her there at twitch.tv forward slash Blue Lavender. You can also find her on Instagram at Blue Lavender STM. Same with Twitter. You can find me at Brad Carter Gaming on Twitch, Instagram. No Twitter because Baca. <laughs> You need to get on that, my dude. I I may get back to it at some point. I don't even know if I can get my account back at this point. But um, we also have a Facebook page. I just made that just to try to force my friends and close people to watch it. Because that's the only way I can get in contact with them and shove it down their throats. Watch or listen to the podcast. Listen. (laughs) I'll put too much effort into those trailers to just let Instagram see them. (laughs) Put so much effort into that. But I really enjoy them. Those those are a lot of fun to work on. There's I'm not going to be there's not going to be any for the next few episodes because I'm still in the process of moving. Mm-hmm. So it's gonna it's gonna be a little bit on those, but they will resume. But also, kind of mm-hmm. want to save them for just like really special stuff that we like really mm-hmm. like legitimately care about. We're not gonna cover something that we dislike unless we just decide to do a trash episode. <laughs> <laughs> and talk yeah. about like something that's just absolutely terrible like some live like action film do, or something 
I feel yeah, I feel like we need to do an episode in the future where we just talk about the worst animes we've ever seen and just kind of like go through them briefly, but just yeah. Or just like talk about tropes. Things. Like instead of like covering episodes sometimes we just, just cover like tropes or things we like mm-hmm. or don't like about shows and whatnot. Yeah, that's a good idea. Because that's one thing I will say, like that's why I don't want to label us as a review podcast because i mean we review them and go over them but it's just a discussion like we talk about it and then we just kind of discuss it like i felt legitimately bad having to rate them because i have to rate them against things like your name a silent voice like your line april like i hate rating them against that because they they don't compare like they're totally different it's like being in a boxing ring and then trying to play baseball like it literally makes no sense yeah 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 no uh it's yeah they're genuinely very very different from each other and i i also don't really consider us um reviewers either because like neither of us are professional like anime people i mean i mean that would be nice one day but like, oh yeah we're doing this because we love anime and because we enjoy discussing them and we enjoy sharing them. And that's the main reason behind this. It's not to critique or to give advice on anime because, you know, we we don't work in the industry. We're not animators professionally. We're not like directors or producers or anything where we have actual like knowledge on how these things work. We're just consumers that enjoy talking about it and uh, enjoy anime a lot and, and want to share. Yeah, the description that you wrote for the podcast, I think it's best. The ramblings mm-hmm. of two idiots talking about an art form that we absolutely love and adore. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I think that basically covers everything. Next week, we're going to be covering Kiki's Delivery Service. Mm-hmm. And like you gave me free reign to pick whichever one. And I am very disappointed in myself for this. Oh. This is the one Chibli film I have not seen. Oh. Like, I have seen all of them, and I own the vast majority of them. This is the one I haven't seen. And I'm going to catch so much shit for it, and I am so sorry. I'm so sorry. But, like, I can't find a DVD copy of it anywhere. Like, it's like it's so sparse to the point where I just I can't find it. <laughs> so I'm sorry, but if it's not available to me, how am I supposed to see it? I can't go right. yo ho be a pirate and go find it if I don't know where to look. Yo ho yo ho pirate's life for me. Yada. Yada. <laughs> anyway, we're gonna stop rambling despite the fact that this entire episode has been rambling. Uh we do hope that you enjoyed it. Um let us know if you actually like this more unstructured version of the podcast, because maybe we'll have to uh, do a few more episodes like this where we don't really go by episode by episode but um, uh, for more structured linear shows it might be more difficult to do it like this but um, yeah for like less structured ones uh, let us know if you like this kind of format also feel free to hit us up in the DMs um, for anime recommendations that you would like us to review um, and also um, yeah your own thoughts and opinions on what we rated and and what we rated it and and your favorite jokes um throughout the animes and things like that yeah feel free to like send us stuff like yeah cool blow us that. up like we have the dms we have the bnb anime at gmail.com email us mm-hmm. there we have all the mm-hmm. things you can find all us let us know like we like i absolutely adore feedback whether it be positive yeah, negative you could tell me to kiss your ass for all i care just give us feedback 
preferably constructive. Yeah, preferably constructive, word it well. Yeah, how do we kiss your ass to make it so that you are the most pleased? We live, we live to please. Um, Hi. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> but, yeah, so thank y'all so much for listening. We greatly appreciate it very much. Y'all are the absolute best. Like I said, next week, Kiki's Delivery Service. I'm looking forward to watching it. I had to find a VPN that would actually work because for some reason, Chibli isn't allowed in the U.S. and Japan. It doesn't make sense. I'm so upset. Yeah, Canadian Netflix for the win. But you see, I couldn't even find it on a Canadian VPN. I had to look up the UK. (gasps) The horror. I know, horror. But yeah, thank y'all so much. We greatly appreciate it. And we will catch y'all next time. Bye-bye.